You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. This is The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. They're running a strange program, y'all. Now, here's Frank Morano. And good morning. Frank Morano has the day off, a well-deserved day off. I'm Dominic Carter here along with Anthony Weiner. Good morning to you, sir. Great to be back with you, Dominic. You're pulling all kinds of shifts. I heard you this morning. Mm-hmm. I heard you actually, I heard my name in your in your rap this morning talking about your shopping. You paid a lot for some honey or something, and I got to tell Anthony Weiner about this. You don't have to tell that, me. I'm listening to the radio. I, I, I see. But, but with the point I was trying to make, right? So, so in New York State, right, one of the stores that we have, uh, it's called um, Stop and Shop. Stop and Shop. Right? Mm -hmm. And I went in there, Anthony, and my thing is, like, you're not going to get me. I'm not going to spend a ton of money. So, like, I I belong to Costco, right? But I stay out of Costco because you go in Costco to save $5, (laughs) but you end up spending $500. (laughs) Right? Right? And so I I said I'm going to buy some. uh, We're going to get to uh, George Santos, former Congressman George Santos, in a second. He's teeing off against uh, the New York City mayor, Eric Adams. But so I went into uh, into Stop and Shop and I said, I'm going to purchase two packs of uh, of blackberries to put into my yogurt. Right. Because I'm diabetic. I have to watch everything what I eat. I have to eat a special yogurt and mm-hmm. so on. Right. And I, I bought some um, pre-made uh, chicken wings right. and I bought uh, a, a small New England uh, clam chowder soup. And I purchased a bag of generic, non-brand name chips. The lady said at the register. Wait a minute, you left out one big thing. What? You left out the honey. That's right. That's right. You you have a good. I, I listen you, you to you, man. I listen. There. One thing about I listen. I am a big listener of ABC. They should give me one of those Nielsen meters to read. <laughs> I jack our ratings. But anyway, and so so I go I go to the cash register, and the lady says forty eight dollars. I went in there to spend five ten dollars. What was the big? Was the honey the big nut? Thing? No, I didn't. I I looked at the honey. Right, I've been looking. Wait, at honey it doesn't everywhere. work out. Even if the honey was expensive, it still should have been forty eight bucks. Forty eight bucks, uh-huh. and so so I I look look at the honey. The honey was almost nine dollars. And I said, not in this lifetime. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll either I'll either go into a local seven seven eleven and and buy a cup of tea and get one or two extra honey packets. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. We have a uh, police officer in New York who's retired, and uh, her name is Sherry, and she's the one that said, Dominic, you know, when you have a sore throat, you got to have tea and honey, tea and honey and lemon, right now, yeah. which is what you have right now. Right. And she said, make sure you get an extra couple of packets of the honey. Right. Of the honey. But $48. But uh, here's the thing, not knowing anything about the honey you bought. So I, I passed on the honey. So, so I, was, I was outraged. So Huma, my ex-wife, she, she drinks tea with honey. Honey is a little bit like 
what would be an analogy? A little bit like coffee or or these really fine um, vinegars. Like it, there's a real range. Like there are some really expensive cultivated. Tell me about it. Cultivated honeys, and then I, however, I'm I'm a philistine when it comes to honey. I, I don't. I put it in tea. I can barely taste it. I do it because people say it soothes your throat. But you can get really expensive stuff. But it, what was? The, but I, I missed the punchline to the story. Had they made a mistake? Or, no, or that was really no. What it cost? The punchline to the story is things are expensive. But doom doom. Your boy, the president of the United States, who happens to be a Democrat, that's the point of the story, okay. that, that that you spend so much money. He, he, it's he, amazing you, he, you that he, totally he har- went over your head. He harvested which part of that? Which part of the harvesting? Well, thankfully, thankfully, in, inflation is now much more under control than it was, say, a year Here ago. Here we go. That's Here one go. of the things. We, we, we're just starting. We're that's, just one of the thi- <laughs> that's one of the things that was good about this year that we can say, okay, a lot of the things that we looked at in January and February of last year are a lot better today, and we should all be grateful for that. And, you know, I had an interesting experience on my way into the studio uh, passing through New Jersey, right? So in New Jersey, it's one of the few states where you cannot pump your own I think it's gas. the only one now. Oregon changed. New Jersey's the only one left, I think. But you know what What was funny? So so in in in, in this area, we have a lot of rain, right? And normally, Anthony, I like the rain. I view the rain as romantic. Oh, yeah. and, it's, and it's, you know, it's sleeping weather. And it's, it's just wonderful unless you're, unless you're doing live shots all day unless, and a bunch of rain. Or, or, you're biking to, or you're biking to work in the studio. Then it's a little bit soggy. Did, did you bike to I work? I did not. I did not. Oh, okay. I was about to say. And so anyway, so, you know, and, if, and in New Jersey, if you go to touch, touch the pump, you know, the, you'll be scolded, you know, by, by the attendant. So it's it's raining and I'm right there in New Jersey and I, and I'm on complete E because I forgot to get gas earlier, right? And so the guy looks at me and waves his hand and he goes, "Go ahead." And I'm like, yeah. "Go ahead with what? Get your gas, sir. Pump your own." He said, "Cash your card." I said, "Card. Get your own gas." And What's, he turned around and walked away. What is the Do you know the history of that regulation why it exists? Absolutely not. But let me That's tell you this. That's a Frank Rano special. I bet you he but, could tell us. Yeah, yeah. We we and, and I'm sure he's with his <laughs> wife Rachel right now and his son. They they're probably sleep or doing something great that they want to do. Actually, but, at Carmine's age, I'm not sure Carmine's he's probably still up and bouncing off the walls at this hour. <laughs> you're right. That may be the case. But the the only thing I can tell you about New Jersey, right? So one of the big Biggest kept secrets, right? I don't know the story behind um, why the yeah. attendant had to pump your gas, but I can tell you this much. One of the best kept secrets was that you could leave New York. You could come over the George Washington Bridge. You make a right onto the Palisades, On the Palisades Parkway, yeah. right? And right there, the tip of New Jersey, because it literally goes from New York to New Jersey back to New York. And you could go to the gas station there and you would save a ton of money on gas. I mean, a right. ton. The gas tax was much but, lower. But, but the politicians in New Jersey, they raised the uh, taxes on gas. So there's not much of a difference now. Now it's not. Yeah, it used to be a very big difference. Different states have done it differently. States, so there's a federal gas tax, as you know, and then there is a state portion. And some states have kept it pretty low. Some states have, have it higher. Now, New Jersey, they always argued – Low gas prices because we don't have a great mass transit system in in in, uh, in New Jersey. But eventually they said, wait a minute, we need to raise revenue in order to invest in mass transit. So they wound up – really you don't get any advantage from doing it. It's, it's the same way when you go through the Lincoln Tunnel. 
before you get into uh, Hoboken or anything. There's all those gas stations right there. It used to be almost worth it before the tolls were out of control. It was almost worth it to drive in, get the gas, and come back. That's how cheap it used to be. But maybe one of our callers here can, can let us know if they know the history of why it is that New Jersey had that regulation. I'm sure – I bet it's some kind of union thing back in the day. You know, the, right, the, the, right. The, the union of pump operators said we want to keep our work. But um, so, but, so let's go ahead and get to topic number one. Uh, former New York congressman ousted uh, from, from the House, George Santos, uh, says that he received a box of chocolates for Christmas. And according to the story from Santos, which is now apparently coming into question of whether or not it really happened, but Santos claims that someone smashed his car window and stole the chocolates. Now, when I first heard this story, Anthony, and I want you to listen to what Santos had to say in a profanity-laced message, lashing out at the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, referring to him as an effing animal, But when I first heard the story, I said, wait a minute. I don't know anybody whose car window has been smashed in the last five to ten years. Do you? Car thefts are up in the city. Thefts. That's definitely happening. Um, All over the country. But it is not like it used to be where guys would go along. Like he actually said in his rant, they didn't even take the change. Part of it is that we don't have change and are sitting in our cars anymore. So you don't really have – you don't – hear it that much but we should play the cut so so that the audience around the country can hear it a little bit because i have some thoughts about this okay so let's listen what you're about to hear and you may need to cover your ears a little bit you're going to hear a couple of beeps it is george santos recently ousted from congress and he's going off because he claims that a christmas gift of chocolates someone smashed into his car smashed the window and took the chocolates And Santos is blasting the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, again, uh, attacking Adams for wearing an earring in his ear, attacking Adams, referring to him as a, quote, effing animal. Listen to this, folks. Hey, y'all. George Santos here. (sighs) Do you want to know what I got for Christmas? Oh, Mayor Adams. You are so good at running this city. The Christmas gift I got is, it's a first for me. I've never thought I'd experience this in my life, but I guess we're back to New York City in the 70s. Look at this freshly broken car glass. Yeah, look at that, Mayor Adams. This is the city you're running. You are a cop, right? You piece of Is that what you do? Is that how you're keeping the city safe, you f***ing animal? So I have to deal with this now, and it's December 26th. Ain't this lovely? Lovely, I say. Oh, by the way, did I mention it's a brand new car? Like, literally, a brand f***ing new car. Don't move to New York, people. Stay the f*** away from here. The city only cares to f*** over Americans and take our taxpayer dollars and shove it in the asses of these migrants while the city is dangerous. We can't even street park our car. <coughs> this isn't that kind of neighborhood. I'm not in the ghetto. I'm not in the hood. This is literally the reality. You know what's the crazy part? <coughs> I'm one of six cars. Same row. Same row. Same row of parked cars. So you all tell me, 
would be a little, oh, you have a brand. You wear your little earrings. You have, you're a celebrity. F you, Adams. Uh, no, we didn't need to hear that. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh. I mean, look, can I, let me, let me, you know, for those of you, for, for those in the audience who listen to my show, I have, I, I didn't think he should have been kicked out of Congress. I have some real empathy for him because I feel that by listening to that and watching how he behaves, he's got issues. I don't want to die. No. No, but I'm saying I don't want to diagnose him from afar. People used to do that with me as well. But something is going on with that guy. And to me, it's a little bit like watching a, a car crash in slow motion. And we should all keep in mind that 2024 is probably the year he goes to prison. Um, so there's something going on there. But he's doing something very common, an unpopular person looking at someone even less popular than him and saying, I'm going to make him the enemy. He was doing it with Biden towards the end of the year. Um, I think we, I think if, if God is good, 2024 is a year that we see less of George Santos, not more, but I, I, I will say this, you know, I, I'm someone who knows a little bit about something about being in a scandal and having to resign. I mean, he didn't resign. He was thrown out. And as I said, my position has been, we have political solutions for political problems, legal solutions for legal problems. He should have had his legal day in court, and the political process would have been he would have served one term. And as I heard you say earlier to a caller, he's inconsequential. He was a freshman member. Not a single vote came down to one vote all year, so it really didn't matter. But I do know that when you have this kind – I mean I think that if you look at the fullness of his record, and you know this, Dominic, the first radio interview he gave was – it happened to be to me and John Katsimatidis – he he agreed to come on the Cats Roundtable at 5 o'clock. I happened to be in outside working on a podcast or something. John called me in. So the irony of this guy who had to, was thrown out of Congress for a scandal and me who resigned in embarrassment for a scandal talking to each other about the thing. But I think that it's pretty obvious what's going on and that he's trying to find anyone less popular than himself to direct the ire at. The latest information about the story, though, is we're not sure it's entirely true. Um this company, Carvana, said that George Santos returned a car that he had purchased, and it was not a new car, as he said in that video. It was a five-year-old car. They said there was no sign that the car windows had been broken, but they said it could have been in the past. So wait a minute, Mr. Weiner. You're telling me that there's a possibility that Santos may have lied again? Well, the, the local police precinct in that part of Queens did say that Santos called him and that there was a police report that was taken. No one's seen the police report yet because it usually takes about a day for the police report to be generated. Um, I know the mayor's press secretary raised questions about it. He, he, he said on Twitter that probably as a joke, I'm you know, 99 percent sure that Santos broke into his own car for the attention. But all of it being said, part of me is just I, I feel for, I just feel that this guy is cracking up right in front of us and that doing a whole bunch of racist stuff about the mayor and turning at this as the mayor's job. Oh, wait, it- wait, 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 wait. So wait a minute, Mr. Mr. Weiner. Um, uh, and we're going to start. I don't know what it is about you, but every phone line is completely lit up. And we're going to start with the calls. So did you say the word, um, did I hear that word right? Did you say it's racist, what well, Santos did? It sounded that way. Oh, that, oh, oh, and it, oh. I mean, didn't, just, that, didn't that tape sound racist to you? Like an oh, animal, oh, 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 nose oh, oh, ring, and all that stuff? Well. You, uh, uh, well. You're, you're a better barometer. You're, you're, you're 75% blacker okay, than I am. I, so. I, I tell you what, I tell you what, I tell you what, I tell you what, I tell you what. 
You refer to the city's second black mayor as an effing animal. You tell me what it is. Oh, of course oh, I, we know I, what it is. Oh, I thought you were saying it wasn't. Yeah. No, no, no it, I'm it, being sarcastic. Yeah, no, but, 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 you know, Dominic, who at this point, what relevance? Santos had a little bit of relevance. He was a member of the House of Representatives. The people that voted for him in, in the third district of New York, for them, they lost a representative. They don't have one right now. It has some relevance to them. To the rest of the country, Santos has been basically uh, a laughingstock, right? It's of little consequence. I agree with some of your callers. I don't believe he should have been thrown out. But basically, I don't believe he should have been thrown out because I believe we have a legal process that should decide whether the guy committed a crime. Then the political process available to us is elections. And unless, you know, I mean, that, that's one of the reasons why you don't prosecute, for example, Donald Trump when he's in office. But when he's out of office, then you can go ahead and prosecute him. But but bring it back to Santos. But I wait, am, wait, wait, wait. If you're going to prosecute Trump, shouldn't there be some meat on the bones? Shouldn't oh, yeah. There, should, there, shouldn't there be a violation of, of the nine, law? There's 91 indictments. No, 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 no. I said yes, shouldn't. Yes, 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 right, yes, but, yes. I, but I said, <laughs> I said shouldn't there be a violation of the law? Not, well, not, not this 91 juries, count stuff. That grand jurors. Grand jurors will do whatever a prosecutor wants them to do. Oh, okay. So what system do you propose? Well, that's the system that we have. But you know, Anthony Weiner, that grand juries, you know the saying. You, you're a lot smarter than I am. You've been around a long time. A, a, a district attorney can indict a ham well, sandwich. Well, these are U.S. attorneys, not district attorneys. Sa- but but sa- on the federal level. In that case, what process do you – if you don't trust that process, what process do you suggest we use? I didn't say I don't trust okay, the so process. Okay, so you trust it. I trust it. So he's been indicted in no, 91 no, times. No, 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 no. Okay, well, I, I'm going to um, – I'm going to say Michigan. And the reason, we'll come back to Santos. The reason why I'm going to say Michigan, because I know that you've heard that Michigan's top court recently ruled within the 24 hours that Trump will remain on the 2024 presidential ballot. On Wednesday, they rejected an effort to disqualify Trump from the ballot, a legal win for the former president that comes a week after he was deemed ineligible for Colorado. You, you know what ballot. they didn't say in that decision? They didn't say that Trump did not commit insurrection. All they said is they believe this is a political question and it's not a legal question. Now, I think they're wrong, but the Supreme Court is going to rule on this. I said two nights ago exactly that the Supreme Court was was um was going to put uh, was was going to put them back back on the ballot. There's you been, did. There's like 40 different states. This is going. You're going to 40. 40 but but are you willing decisions. to admit that Colorado was wrong in their decision? Oh, I read that. That was an ex. That 220 pages. I read every one of them. Look, they ruled that the, the you can't put someone on the ballot who's not 35 years old. You agree with that? You can't put someone on the ballot who is not a citizen. You agree with that? You can't put someone on the ballot who hasn't lived in the country for 14 years. You agree with that? You can't put someone on the ballot who committed insurrection. You agree with that? So all they did was follow the Constitution. I believe in the Constitution. Well, well, we all do, but but Trump did not commit insurrection. According to the according to a, a five day trial in Colorado, they came up. And by the way, Michigan and, and I all, say this all again, Democratic judges. I say this in again. Colorado. Okay. So what 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 other judges would you like? By the way, three of those judges did not believe he should be thrown off the ballot. Right. They which all proves, agreed. Which proves my point even more. All right. Explain that. It, it proves my point because even with a loaded deck, a stacked deck of seven Democratic judges, three of them still sided with. All Trump. right. Let me ask you a question. Are you telling me that the only judges you will accept a verdict from? 
is a Republican judge? No, no. Okay. What I, what I, what you I'm, can, what Democratic I, judges hand what, down hand down penalties what, for what, criminals all the time. I don't what, hear you complaining. What I'm telling you is that we we could call Mr. Trump's actions unorthodox. Um, uh, we could say that it wasn't his finest hours. Uh, here we go with those looks. I don't know why but you're looking at me like that. How do we decide if it's illegal? Well, how about the Supreme Court? Only and, one and court not, ever rules on something's illegal. Nothing goes okay, to the Supreme Court. Okay, but. Okay, so in well, how do we decide if something's illegal in the state of Georgia? That's a great point. You have an indictment, and then you have a trial. That, that, He'll that, have a trial. That, He'll that, have the best lawyers around. That, He's found guilty. That, he goes that, to prison. That, that that's a great point. I'm glad you brought up Georgia because, Mister Weiner, you know that every Mickey Mouse prosecutor says, "Oh me, me, I want my uh, moment in the sun." So it's a I Mickey Mouse be, prosecutor and prosecuting your guy. I'm going to go after Trump in my overwhelmingly Democratic city. I can be the next mayor. You know that's the thought okay, process. Okay, so you only will trust a Republican no. prosecuting a Republican. No, how about a fair process? Hey, it's a process. What was unfair about the indictment? We're now going to have a trial. If you're right, he'll be cleared. If I'm right, he'll go to prison. No, if I'm <laughs> right, if I'm right, there won't be any trials. Okay, in okay. 2024. Excellent point. So you don't believe in having trials when people get accused of wrongdoing? No, no, that's not what I said. How what, should my, we decide then? What my point is that you're overlooking Trump's victory from the Supreme Court, where they said we're not going to rush this process. Okay, that's fine. But, and but, so, oh, that's fine. No, let's so, go with the slow so, process. So, let's get back to Georgia. We skipped away from Georgia. Okay, so Georgia. How do we decide if he committed a crime in Georgia? How do we decide? In in Dominic Carter's world. How do we decide? Yeah. Do we have an indictment and I then honestly, a trial? I honestly believe the Fed should make that decision. Not, it's a state not, law. Not I'm a not local, talking about the Fed. It's right, a state right, law. Right. It, but it's convenient. It's convenient for a local prosecutor. I mean, come on. You know it's a Mickey Mouse case. It's come a, on. You keep, wait, wait, before you keep saying what I believe, I think I can say what I believe. Okay. Tell me what you believe. How do we decide if he committed a crime in Georgia? I just said uh, a federal court. No, or, no, not or, a federal crime, a state crime in Georgia. How do we decide if he committed a state crime in Georgia? Election uh, laws are state laws. How do we okay, decide if you okay. broke law? How about the state attorney general? Certainly shouldn't be a local prosecutor. First of all, the, for the president of the United States. Why is it different if a president than a guy who, 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 who hijacked, who, who carjacked yeah, because, a car? Because you already know, Mr. Weiner, because the, the, the president of the United States is the highest figure of the land. You he's, don't, no, you he's don't, the same. He's the same as you yeah, and me, right. Mamet. Yeah, he, right. Wait a minute. So you don't believe in equal justice? You yeah, believe I do. In president, I do. You believe Donald Trump gets one brand of justice and a guy who's a carjacker gets a different you, one? You know what's amazing about this argument? If you put Obama's name in there for Trump, you would be screaming bloody You keep murder. saying stuff like that. I'm asking because you a simple I'm, question. I'm saying Dominic, that I'm because, making this super but, easy for you. If someone violates the law in Georgia, a state law, it's the president... It's the president's butler. It's the president's driver. Mm -hmm. Do they have different standards? No. We believe in equal justice right. under the law. Right. So how do we do it? We have a trial. How do we do trials? We have indictments. We have juries. We have lawyers. We have an adversarial proceeding. And then at the end, we, we say that's our system of judgment. We don't say let Dominic decide. We don't say let Anthony decide. Okay, so, why so that's what we're doing. We're having trials. Okay, so why? So then what happens when a Republican district attorney says payback? On on and goes after a Democratic president. Oh, you mean like a Donald Trump prosecutor goes after Anthony Weiner? I accept responsibility. It's a trial. I was I was convicted. So I did the I, action. I wasn't referring. No, to No, no, no. I'm saying that I have some personal experience with this. You don't see me running around and saying Donald Trump did it. I did it. I committed this act. I'm responsible for my my. And by the way, I didn't have to, I I can I didn't have Donald Trump's lawyers. I had I had lawyers who who negotiated 
a deal. I accept full responsibility. I'm making amends to this day. We don't go around and saying, I don't trust the justice system because I don't like that judge. We have one system of justice. We have a system that Republicans and Democrats both uh, 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 decide who, who judges should be. Presidents appoint them of different parties. And then they go off. Just because Rudy Giuliani was appointed by Ronald Reagan, I don't think that every conviction he got was tainted by, 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 by partisanship. We only have one way to decide whether but Donald Trump Giuliani crimes. was not going after the president of the United States of America. That doesn't matter. You don't believe – you think about it, Dominic. If that matters, then we have different laws for the president. Our whole constitution is based on the idea that we don't make that distinction. Dominic Carter has the exact same right to justice as Donald Trump does. And Donald Trump is just alleged to have done these things. He's got the best lawyers on earth. He can defend himself. If he didn't do the crime, he should not do the time. But if he did, this is the only way we have. We have juries. We have indictments. And by the way, you had, you, we had a conversation two days ago about the, the Mar-a-Lago documents case. I didn't say that it was a Republican judge. That's why it's taking so long. I, I mean – it's going to take how long so, it's going to take. So we've got to take a break. But you, you don't think out of fairness that, that if, if charges are going to be on a local level, that it shouldn't be the state attorney general That's of that state? the only system we have. What other do you propose? Someone from Pennsylvania comes in and prosecutes no, in no, Texas? No, 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 no. Uh, so in Georgia, uh, yeah. in Georgia, why not? The state attorney general. It's not it, the state attorney general is not a criminal prosecutor in that, that state. That's it's true. Just like our state, it's just like New York. But there has we, to be oh, a better system. Why? Than just, What's the matter? Because with, Anthony, it's not the Anthony, Anthony, it's your Anthony, that's the only Anthony, thing you Anthony, to. Anthony. You know, like I know, every local prosecutor says, "Let me sharpen my knives. I'm going to be a star." Okay, explain this to me. Explain this to me. You you wanted to talk about Georgia, right? And then we got to take a break. Why did the district attorney in Georgia? Go take uh, uh, her publicity photos again right before the Trump case. Why did she do that? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, publicity photos. You know what they are. You take them. I take them. We take them on behalf of the radio stations. It, people in the public right. eye, you have publicity photos for, yeah. for the newspaper. She went and redid her photos. Why? Redid her photos? She, yeah, right she, before the Trump case. She's an elected official who took photographs? I don't even understand the issue. I'll be, I'll be, I just don't know the issue. The, what I'm trying to say to you is that she's a complete phony. That's in that I'm, case, that she will lose the case. It's a complicated RICO case. Let's see if she loses the case. By the way, she's got a very di- difficult case against that rap, that rap guy, too, going on right now. If this, if this is a difficult case to make, let's see if she makes it. He's got the best lawyers on God's earth. There are it, people coming before the prosecutor. But I mean, he shouldn't have to go through this. He was the former president should, of the United States. What does that have States? to do with the price of tea in China? Because it, it, I could see if there was something clear cut. Read the indictment. Oh, come on, Anthony. If, and if he but, didn't do it, he won't get convicted. That's the way our system works. We only have one way oh, of finding. Oh, so he won't be convicted. But we're going to tie him up in an election year so he has to spend money do so, the, that, so that he can't be on the campaign hey, trail. Don't do he's the gotta be. He's got to be here Everybody in court. Who, oh, a, and let me death, ask you something. And what, about the guy, and what about the guy that drives the bread truck who is gonna, who is oh. sitting in Rikers Island waiting? Why do you think just because he's Donald Trump running for office, he has some special... And this is why he announced in March, by the way. You wouldn't say that if it was Obama. Oh, that's but, baloney. But, but, that's but, baloney. but, but, let's take a break. We, we, we went off of uh, Santos. We went off of Santos. Uh, we did enough on we Santos. We did enough on Santos. You're done on Santos? I don't know. Do you have any more on him? <laughs> <laughs> speak about, let's, let's, speak, speak about let, guys going to prison. Let's, let, wait, so I'm not the only one to say it? Okay. Anyway, let's take a break. Let's take a break. This is the other side of Midnight. Anthony Weiner, Dominic Carter. We're in for Frank Marano, who has the day off. We will be right back. 
The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. It's The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. back. I'm Dominic Carter, along with Anthony Weiner. We are filling in this morning for Frank Morano here on the other side of midnight. Frank has a well-deserved day off, Mr. Weiner. So are we done with George Santos yet? I think we are. You, you, I mean, look, my, my general thing, getting back, you know, tying it into the Trump conversation, is that if you are indicted federally, statistics show that 97% people wind up not winning or losing, but plea bargaining because the feds are so difficult to deal with. As a matter of fact, I think it's a very bad trend. You know, the Sixth Amendment to the Constitution guarantees you a right to trial. But as someone who went through the process, the, 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 there's something called the trial penalty. Where they say to someone like George Santos, we've now charged you with tax evasion. We've charged you for illegal contributions. And just apropos of the conversation you had with some callers in the last hour, the lying is not what he was charged with. So that's political stuff. The stuff is he stole money from campaign donors. He he lied about where it came from. He filed false documents and things like that. So it's not the stuff about him aggrandizing his, his, his reputation. But what happens is federal prosecutors will sit down with you and they'll say, look, this is what we've got. You are going to plea to this count or we're going to charge you with this other one. That has a twice as long – it's called the trial penalty. And I think it's a very bad system because you really don't have a chance. I was really in, in no position um, even if I wanted to prove my innocence. And I had, I had a pretty good case, but even if I wanted to, they said to me, well, if you choose not to accept this deal, we're going to charge you with something that's a five-year mandatory minimum. I wound up serving 21 months. Five-year mandatory minimum. It was an easy decision for me. I'm like, I'm not going to take that chance to not see my kid until he's 18 or whatever it is or 16. So Santos, net-net, is going to negotiate. He's going to go to prison. He's going to serve time. So he that's the story here with all the stuff about Cameo and him doing this. He is someone who is facing – looking down the barrel of going to prison. I think that's the way this is going to end. So I don't really think – and this is obviously that, that audio that you played. It's a cry for help. It's a cry for attention. It's a cry for help. And I think we've given him enough attention. Is there any way – that he uh, because they he he has said and the feds have said that they're in uh, plea uh, uh, negotiations. Is there any way? I don't see a way that Santos avoids prison. I mean, because it would be a black eye for every prosecutor in that case. Is it's, there any way that you see that he avoids it's, prison? It's too, here's the upside and the downside of being a high profile defendant. Again, speaking from experience, unfortunately. The upside is you probably, if you're a high-profile person, you probably have the ability to attract lawyers. I was fortunate enough to have some excellent lawyers who served pro bono for me because they were just just kind about that. Um, but the downside is if you're in the front page of the New York Post, prosecutors, 
They want to they want to get you. And it's not uh, for political reasons. It's for their thing. They want to get wins. Every prosecutor. This is the real problem with prosecutors. Prosecutors are judged on whether they get wins, not whether they serve justice. So the incentive for them, once they decide to, and this is what this is a lesson for Eric Adams, by the way. Once they decide to target someone, once they decide to indict someone, they don't like to let go. They're like a dog with a bone because they think their job is to get pro- – to get. If I, had a, if I had to make one change, and the problem is prosecutors, you talked about the prosecutor in Georgia. The accountability around prosecutors, the, the impetus to get convictions, and it by and large is not Donald Trump's Anthony Weiner's and George Santos's. It's the anonymous guy who is charged with a crime, who doesn't have the fancy lawyer, who says, listen, I got I to gotta plea because I got to plea because – that's the only way I'm, I'm going to see the light of day. I, ju- I think that it's very unlikely that they come back and they're going to give him a suspended sentence or give him probation. He did some pretty serious crimes. And remember, we saw the headline, he faces something like 91 years in prison. Now, he's not going to get that. But now for a prosecutor to stand up in front, of a, uh, in front and say we're going we're gonna to give him six, you know, three years of probation and fine him, that's not going to happen. He's going to wind up doing some prison time. And, and I, have, I have empathy for anyone who faces that. Let's uh. Well, you know what? Let's bring in some calls before sure. before we get to uh, Israel and Hamas and the protests out in California uh, at LAX. And and you were you I were actually got caught in one today. So we'll talk and, about and that we'll talk too. about that uh, out at LA, LAX and also at JFK in New York. Let's begin uh, here on the other side of midnight with Francine on line five. Good morning, Francine. You are on the other side of midnight. Oh, good morning, Dominic. You are really holding it down, let me tell you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Francine. I with Wiener because he's going to challenge you and he don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's the Brooklyn to me, Francine. That's right. And I'm from Brooklyn, too. I have a little sore throat. But I just wanted to say something about Santos. I, I mean, um, I hate to say what happened to him, but payback is what he gets, okay? I mean, if he wanted those chocolates in that car, he should have taken them out. Okay, and that's how I see it. But what he's done to people, I say, that's his payback. And that's all I want to say about that. Well, Francine, thank you for the call. But but again, let's keep in mind uh, that the entire story is being called into question now, whether or not it happened. And see, that's what that's what happens, Anthony, when, when you have lied that's about everything exactly else. Right. You know, if you think people are just going to believe that the car was broken into, considering that it's George Santos, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, look, that's and, and this is this is a lesson for life in life, too. You know, when when I got caught doing myself, I lied about it because I was embarrassed. So people think there's some you know, great thing. No, you sometimes lie when you're embarrassed about something. But, yeah, he's now got credibility problems. But let's assume for a moment it happened. Let's assume for a moment he got his car broken into. People get their car broken into. It's a, it's a sad thing. Other people on the block got their car. But I don't think it justifies some kind of a personalized screed against the mayor. He sounds like a person who is struggling with issues. And um, I, frankly, am getting a little bit uh, a little bit tired of talking about him and listening to him, to be honest. I'm, I'm a little bit tired of people that are defending him no matter what. And they want to say, oh, look at look at Senator Menendez, look at President Biden. I mean, listen, you can say whatever you want about those officials, but let's focus on Mr. Santos. Let's go to uh, Barry, line four. Good morning, Barry. You're talking to Anthony Weiner and Dominic Carter. Morning, guys. Anthony, you, the other night you were talking about inflation and you had these wonderful low numbers. 
But when I go into the supermarket and I buy the same items every week, but now going on probably, I've been retired since 2016. Every time I go up and down the aisles looking for the best buys, everything has gone up in price. And it's still going up on price. And just to give you an example about you, you throw out these percentages. We have a, a store over here called the Dollar Tree. And it was about two years ago, Biden was in office for maybe two, three months. Everything in the dollar store became a dollar twenty-five. That's twenty-five percent inflation, Anthony. Go to the gas pump. Oh, well, gas, inflation, is gas is a bad example. Gas is a bad example. Yeah, but gas is a bad example. Okay, gas was up close to wait, six wait bucks. Now it's two thirty. Hold it, hold it, hold it one second. Let I'm me sorry. get one more thing in. I'm sorry. When you talk about the stock market, I've been invested in four hundred one k since the nineteen nineties. And let me tell you something. I took a tremendous hit under Biden, a tremendous hit, maybe 35 percent. Oh, stop. You know no, it's all back now. It's all, it, market, listen to me. Wait a minute. Let me the ask you something. Barry, Barry, let me let me let me just me. Barry, 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 Barry. But, but be, the problem is the problem is with anecdotes. And 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 my friend Dominic likes to use anecdotes. Also, the problem is with anecdotes. You've got anecdotes and then you have the actual numbers. The stock market. Anthony Weiner doesn't make up the numbers on the stock market. The stock market has gained back everything from COVID plus. It's now higher than it was under Trump. The gas prices are down 40% from where they were at the beginning of the year. Election year. Okay, so it's an election year. That means that Biden is doing his job. No, it means it's an election year. Okay, so we're going to vote in an election year. So prices are down in an election year. That's the year we're going to vote. So – so the idea, but you can't just say, oh, it's not true. Anthony Weiner's making up numbers. These happen to be the numbers. And Barry, go ahead, continue. Nobody said you're making up the numbers. What I'm telling you is that the numbers do not translate into dollars in a person's account the way you think. If the stock market went up to 90000 then I would be back where I started out. The stock market at 37000 does nothing for me. If you look at the prices of the funds and where they've gone, it's shocking. Wait, I well, I, I have, let me I make one other point. Let me make one other point. And, and, and Dominic and I didn't get to this the other night, but this is a good opportunity to do it. There's also this element of greed in the marketplace. You know, ExxonMobil made last year in one quarter $30 billion, and yet they were raising prices at the pump. We have um, Amazon had the most profitable time that they've ever had during COVID and post-COVID. And they raised prices 15%. And all of the executives of these companies and all of the stock buybacks are being done by these companies. You know, some of it is greedflation as well. People read about inflation. They hear about inflation. So these companies then go out and jack up their prices. I think that there's plenty of reasons why prices go up and down. You've got a war. You've got covid You've got fuel prices. There's plenty of reasons why things go up and down. But it's so funny how all of us who are not the billionaires don't look at the people, the companies that are, and look at the greed that they show in these times and say, hey, maybe it's about time we start to say maybe don't get every last dime of profits on our back that you just go into buyback stocks and do nothing to raise worker wages and nothing to hold down prices. 
Well, Barry, thank you uh, for the call. Let's go to uh, line. Let's go to uh, we're gonna, in a moment. We're going to go to Pennsylvania, Joaquin. But let's go to line five. Let's say good morning to Lisa. Lisa, you are talking to Anthony Weiner, Dominic Carter. Welcome to the Hi, other side of midnight. Good morning. I hope you both. How are you? I hope you both have a happy and healthy New Year. Thank you, Lisa. Um, okay. Last night I was half asleep. I don't know if I heard right, but I did hear when you were talking about Donald Trump, uh, you referred to him, unless I'm wrong, as a rapist or like rape or what happened with that woman in the dressing room. Am I right or wrong? Because You're right about that. Is, okay. If it is true, which we all say things that might not be, you know, we don't mean, it is offensive to real women who were raped. Rape to me is someone forcibly attacking you. What happened to the women in Israel, people on the street who someone, you know, by force or with a gun or with a weapon. That to me is what rape is. As a woman and as a mother of a daughter, you know, I take rape really seriously. And, you know, I'm, this is a different topic. Harvey Weinstein was a pig, but was he a rapist? No. These women made the deal with the devil. They wanted to be millionaires. They wanted to be actresses. And you know what? This is, you know, that's why the word rape really upsets me, because when someone's raped, it's a different, you know, you understand what I'm saying? It yeah, I, I do. Now, it wasn't my word. It was the word of the judge that presided in in the case. He was oh, sued by Gene. Okay. Yeah, he was sued by, by Gene Carroll for for rape. He, the verdict did not come back. It was a, it was a civil case. And right. so okay. she went out here to somebody kind of give you the history. So she went outside the trial and she and her judge said that Donald Trump were found guilty of rape and Donald Trump sued her and said, no, you're that's not what it said. And the judge in the case said, yeah, the common usage of the word rape is what happened to this woman. That's why I, I use that word. And remember, he again, he was found guilty of by a jury uh, who believed what this woman said and she accused him of rape by a jury and I'm not minimizing this but by a jury in New York where he's not liked at that's where all. you commit the crime that's where you committed the crime okay but 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 and I'm not I'm not casting doubt but I but I guess at the end of the day I am Mr. Weiner in a department store you claim she claims that that uh, that he pinned her, I believe, against we, the wall. Neither one of us was in was right, in, was right, in there right, for that right, trial. Right, right, right. But but I think to Lisa's point, right? What I believe, and I want Lisa to make her own point. But you know, a woman being raped in a department store—that's very hard to believe that you don't scream out. I know people react differently to different situations. Dominic, you and I but, have and, to be and, careful. And, and then you're right. We do have, we to, have be to be careful. careful. And then she comes forward all these years later. We have to be L- careful Lisa, about that too. We okay, have to be Lisa, let me, let me, before, okay, before we get Lisa, because okay, I want to okay. hear what she has to say. She's okay. the only woman in this conversation. You're right. But, you're I, right. but I, <laughs> I, I, I will say this, and this gets back to the other conversation about the legal process. We only have one way. In our great country, you know, there's this expression, we have the worst criminal justice system in the world, except compared to all the others. You know, it's not a perfect system, but it is adversarial and it relies on citizens putting on their citizen's hat and doing the best they can to come up with the truth to try to give justice to both sides. And he was found guilty of these things. And we can't, we have to be careful not to say every time it goes against our guy that it's wrong. I mean, it's sometimes, but but Lisa, why, why don't you have the final word on no, this? No, I mean, believe me. Uh, I'm I just feel I know they found him guilty. But you know what? Rape is when someone really what happened to these women in Israel, people in an alleyway or someone's forcibly, you know, 
with a knife or really attack him. Not if, you know, like Harvey Weinstein, they found him guilty of rape. I don't think he was a rapist. I think he was a pig. Okay. What he did was wrong. But these women, like I said, made the deal with the devil. He had power. He had money. And that's why they became, they wanted to become a famous. Uh, I look and I, I think that's a fair position to have, except I will say that was his defense. And a, and a jury of his peers, a jury of citizens, heard the evidence, heard the, the, heard the prosecution. He had the, the great lawyers. Arthur Idala was one of them. So he had a chance to make that case. And at the end of the day, I think we as Americans have to acknowledge we are not in every jury room. We're not in, in every experience. Correct. And it's very easy to read something in the papers and say, well, that sounds suspicious. And, and all I can say, look, and I don't believe in the idea of – Trying someone in the newspapers. You know, I've had some experience with that. I think that – but I do think that the criminal justice system is the only way we have if we want to have some confidence that there's an outcome. We are going to take a break. Anthony Weiner, Dominic Carter here with you. When we come back, we're going to Joaquin in Pennsylvania and more of your calls from around the country. This is the other side of midnight. Frank Marano has the morning off. We will be right back. The Other Side of Midnight. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Side at Midnight with Frank Morano. back anthony i'm not going to sing this morning uh are you going to try it i'm not going to no karaoke i, I, I am i, I am not no? going to no no i heard well, you i heard you doing it the, the, earlier in the day you you sounded uh <laughs> let's just say let's just say you're not ready to join vinnie Madunio yet let's just say <laughs> in a moment we're going to go to a call in pennsylvania joaquin but let's go first to lisa in the great state of connecticut good morning lisa so nice to hear from you we always see you on twitter but thank you for calling in you are on the other side of midnight hi how are you we're doing well lisa go right ahead Okay, so as a um, a victim of domestic violence in situations that we were talking about, unfortunately, in my past, um, I'm kind of with you, Dominic, on your partake, where 
when I got attacked and everything, I was screaming and fighting my way out and went right to try to get help at that point and try to get an ambulance and try to, you know, get help from the police or anybody around me. So that's where I stand a little bit weird about this whole Donald Trump and that whole rape situation. I'm sorry, and I don't want to ever discredit anybody that has gone through any type of situation like that. I have been a victim myself of bad things. And I'm just saying, when that has happened to me, I, you know, I'm, you know my voice and I'm screaming my way through it. And people are going to know. And we're, we're sorry, Lisa, that you had to deal with that. And, and let Thank me you. be That's very okay. clear. I'm not trying to uh, minimize Miss Carroll's aversion. Oh. I, 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 I am only stating uh, what, what, what Mr. Weiner appears to be common sense to me. If you're in a dressing room at a prominent uh, right. uh, department store, first of all, how would Mr. Trump even get into the dressing room? Maybe this was years mm-hmm. ago. So the, 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 how would he even get in, right? And two, all you have to do is scream, and a clerk or or the woman in the dressing room, somebody's going to hear you. I, I mean, this, 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 so all, as, all of as this. As a person that has had something bad happen to me, you know, if, that, if I don't want somebody coming at me with that type of intention, I'm screaming my way out. And people are going to know. So that's why I think it's a little bit weird. I'm sorry. And I don't ever want to discredit anybody in that situation. But I've been a victim. Okay. And I had to deal with that. And I, I am not silent in any way in that situation. So that's what makes me think, of, you know, a little bit on. Uh, it's got my spidey senses up, like, with this whole situation with that. I'm sorry. And then you come back years later. Like, come on. Please. Well, I mean, the reason she came back years later is that New York changed its law that allowed people to come back years later and bring these. No, bring these no, suits. that's not that. Come on. She could have. She could have. She could have come forward. Uh, in a relatively short period after it happened. Now, no, there, I understand. there are dozens and dozens and dozens uh, of right. cases of people right. that came back you're after right. the statute of limitations. And, and, and there are some victims. Everybody doesn't respond the exact same way to these types right. of situations. Uh, some women panic and just freeze. And unfortunately, it, it should never happen. Listen, I, I think there's real reason to have concern about, you know, there's, there's a reason we have statutes of limitations. And the reason is people's memories fade, witnesses die, the, uh, surveillance tapes are not available. New York State made the decision to allow people who were victims of sexual violence to go back for a limited period of time and to bring these actions. And all, all I can say is that there was a trial that these things came out in the trial and a jury of Miss Carroll and Donald Trump's peers came up with this decision and he had he had legal representation. He had the opportunity to testify if he wanted to. I don't know if he did. I don't think he did testify in that trial, um, but it's it's a complicated thing. But far be it for me to, to, to question Miss Carroll or the verdict. I just I wasn't in the courtroom. Lisa, thank you for the call. Happy New Year to you. Joaquin in Pennsylvania, please do me a favor. I apologize that we haven't gotten to you yet. We see you, but we do have to take a break. And when we come back, Joaquin, in just a couple of minutes, you are the first one in the queue. And then Anthony Weiner and myself, Dominic Carter, will continue. We're here for Frank Morano.
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. This is The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. They're running a strange program, y'all. Now, here's Frank Morano. And hour number two of The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Dominic Carter along with Anthony Weiner. We are going to be taking your telephone calls, dealing with a number of topics. Uh, the first one, first we're going to take Joaquin's call from Pennsylvania, and then we'll talk about the uh, protest as it relates to Israel, Hamas, what's going on, the situation uh, at LAX at well, the we airport. Should talk about, I'd like to talk a little about immigration in general. You know, cause there's a okay. lot, we don't get often during the, during the day. We kind of gloss over these issues. I want to talk a little about my experience in Congress and also some misunderstandings I think people have about the whole issue. Fair enough. Let's go right back to the uh, telephone calls. Joaquin, Pennsylvania, good morning. Oh, Welcome Carter, to the other side of midnight. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Ding, Joaquin. ding, ding. Uncle the fear of the mind. Mr. Carter, I like listening to you, and you've cut me down in the past, but you know what? I enjoy listening to you. And I'm just merely a 64-year-old truck driver married to the same woman for 43 years. Four children, nine grandchildren, you know. I just have to learn how to uh, converse with you, get my point through. And, Mr. Weiner, I disagree with most of what you say, but I'm going to say this. I wish that there were more Republicans who learned how to argue like you do. That's nice of you to say. And congratulations on your long marriage and your many kids and grandkids. Okay. First of all, Mr. Carter, I know you don't like a history lesson, but you know what? When it comes to uh, the Santos, when it came to Ulysses S. Grant, and when when uh, oh, President Lincoln go. wanted to make here we go. Of- <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. It- I, I'm going to let you do. I really don't like history lessons because that's it's your version yeah, of I history. I want to paraphrase a quote Abraham Lincoln, and I have to put it in perspective. And all the generals argued against Ulysses S. Grant because they said he was an alcoholic. He slept till noon, and he was a he he was a, a what's the word uh, like a bum or whatever. Okay, and Abraham Lincoln required re, replied, Grant fights, and sent him a complimentary twelve barrels of whiskey. And George Santos fights. Are you serious? I, 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 Joaquin, I, I, are you serious? I, I, are you, uh, you know what, Mr. Weiner, I'm going to let you respond to this one because well, are you I can't saying, believe but, but you just said he, that, Joaquin. What, well, he fights for what? I know what Ulysses S. Grant fought for. What does Santos fight for exactly? Santos, uh, what he talked about with Mayor Adams in New York City and, and, the, uh, and the immigrant issue and how the lawlessness is getting out of control, uh, everything that Santos has said so far. And I'm going to tell you right now, most of your callers, if you really listen to what they're saying, I'll bet you that Santos would get reelected in prison. I guarantee you he wouldn't. But do you understand why, Keen, he's telling uh, 
people what they want to hear. He knows the discontent with the mayor of New York City. He's he's regurgitating what he knows you want to hear. Do we not have a con artist in the White in the White House? Well, hold on. Can I I have a different different take on what you've been saying, Joaquin. The, the stuff that was offensive, if he did put out a video and saying, hey, listen, crime is out of control in the city. The migrant crisis is out of control in the city, and we need to do something about it. I don't think that would be all that controversial. It was the stuff about the the, the, the spitting his words out and the the animal and the and the nose ring and all this other kind of stuff. This, okay, perf- this hold see, on. Hey, let me let me just finish my thought. I'll let you finish yours. The performative act of oh, look at me standing up for this thing so people like Joaquin listen to me and think that, oh, I'm one of them because I'm standing up against against Adams. It was so transparently performative and phony, and I can't see Ulysses S. Grant doing that. Okay, you know what they've called me? They've called me a white supremacist Nazi racist. I'm going to say one thing. My grandfather won the Iron Cross twice in the German Army in the First World War and was executed for helping undesirable people in the Second World War. Okay. I'm called a white supremacist Nazi because I believe in make America great again. Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's true, Joaquin. But, I, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I can't believe you're falling for this Santos game. That's all it is. Republicans don't fight. No Republican fight. And what does that have to do with Santos? Santos stands up, and, and so far, every time he opens up his mouth, okay. he fights. Okay, Joaquin, he had no power. And Wait you a minute, hold on. Go Wait, you hear what he just said? Every time the San- Santos opens up his, his mouth. Hold on, hold on, Joaquin, 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 you say every time Santos opens up his mouth, he's fighting. No, every time he opens his mouth, he's lying. You don't want someone Thank like you. that on your team. Thank you. He, I don't care if he agrees with me on 90% of the subjects. You don't want him on your team because every time he opens his mouth, he lies. And so the moment he says something you might agree with, you got to wonder, wait a minute. I don't want to be agreeing with George Santos. Trust me, Joaquin. You don't want him as your ambassador. Convicted. And now Republicans gave up three seats when we had. The lead and and the Congress, we had a four seat edge. I know, but you're making now you're making a political argument that has nothing to do with whether or not the Santos is a yes. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. If you're making the political argument that they shouldn't have thrown him out, that's very different than saying that Santos is right or Santos is credible or Santos is someone we should listen to. You can say you want to make the raw political calculation that you need his vote. Fine, but. Making him some kind of exemplar of of your values, I believe, is a mistake. And putting him in the same same sentence as Ulysses S. Grant and Abe Lincoln is a historical. Uh, I don't know about that. I'm just saying that he fights, and I'm sure that you'll find other callers that will agree with me on that. But I want to go back to what you were saying before about Donald Trump and the economy right now. Back when Donald Trump was president, before he left office, I was paying two dollars and forty cents a gallon in gas. My best years in life. I'm a blue collar worker. I'm a truck driver. I've worked my ass off. I work two jobs, you know, so my wife can stay home and raise our four children. And the most money I made was in 1990 until 2017 when Trump was in office. And I got a 45% increase in wages, not to mention an unprecedented ESOP payout. Uh, Under the Trump administration, my life was going good until COVID hit. 
Well, but unfortunately, and, though, and Joaquin, thank you for calling. It's great to have you. But unfortunately, you don't get to say the administration was great except for the last year. That's not the way this works. And the reason you paid less for gas in, 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 at the end of 2020 is that consumption of all energy was down very, very low because of COVID and prices came down. Right. But but now after the after the spike with the, now, the prices are now at, are, are below pre-COVID level. Profits um, uh, on the on the stock market are at the uh, highest they ever were. Year politics, you election keep, year Dominic, politics. Let's take a pause and you explain what that point means. You're saying what, yes, what all that, these things are that, true. What that point means is that yes, the point is true. Thank but, you. That's but, all, but, that's but it's hood. That's all voters but it's hood wanking the American public because as soon as the election is over, what do you think is going to happen? Okay, so you're saying that he, that Joe Biden's doing an excellent job, but I'm afraid he's not going to no, in the future. No, 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 no. That's that's not, that's not what, an what, what, I, what I'm stating to you is that um, I, I believe in respect for the institution of the presidency, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't throw my words around loosely when it comes to uh, Mr. Biden. He's the president of the United States. But Joaquin was correct how, about how much, th- how much better things were under Trump. And, and now, and now, what a coincidence. The prices are coming down now. What a coincidence. It just happens to be a magical coincidence. Is that what you want or don't want? Well, what are you okay, so then, why, so then why didn't it happen year one, year two, year three with Biden? You mean why was there inflation? No, why, why did— why, I can explain why, that. Okay, no, what I'm, asking, I mean, I, I what, I'm, what I'm asking directly is why have we had it so rough under this president? That's what I'm asking. And you want to keep okay. saying—you want to keep saying, oh, look at now— but no, you can't just That's, look at now. You have to look at the entire tenure. Okay, fine. If you want to look at why prices work, but you cannot. I mean, I've made this point before. People are going to vote when they're going to vote. If things are better, then things are better. That's the way presidencies, that's the way elected officials work. You can say, well, it used to be worse. Yes, Joe Biden made them better. And you can say, well, I don't like that he timed it this way. Well, I'm sorry. He made it better when he made it better. But if you want to know why there was inflation, I'll explain it to you. First of all, after COVID, when there was very little consumption during COVID because of of COVID, there suddenly was enormous amounts of, of, of consumption all at the same time. What a consumption does is it drives up demands for products, drives up prices. That was happening at the same time as a war was happening that influenced the price of, of fuel and problems with logistics. We were buying all of these products from China. Shipping containers were traveling all in so, one direction. Hold on. Let me just finish my thought. So when Joe Biden came in, there was a mess to deal with. There was and a mess. There was a mess to deal with when Biden came. It was COVID. Oh, yeah. okay. COVID. Okay. 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 There was a mess. And, and the economy, and I just want to stress this, under Donald Trump, we lost net jobs. The first president ever to do that. Now, you can say, well, don't count year four of his administration. And now here you are saying, don't count year four of Biden's administration. What is with you in year fours? No, it's, it's just that you're making a false argument to benefit the guy that you want in the White House. I'm, not, I'm just pointing out that things are better. And you yourself no, said things better, are better. They're better right now. Well, but, that's but all we not, can talk about is right now. Uh, they're better. Things are better. You can no longer say we have 9% inflation. So you're saying you're going to complain when it has 9% and, and down when it's low where it's supposed to be. You're going to complain both ways. How exactly does Biden win in your mind? Biden wins by doing what Trump did, and that was being consistent over a four-year period. Except the last four. Except the last year. 
I mean, come on, Dominic. Just stick well, to an argument here. Well, either no. we count all four years or we don't. <laughs> and at the end, and at the end, listen. The reason that D- Donald Trump was fired is a list as long as my arm. But one of the reasons was he did a terrible job managing a crisis in our country. Okay, so you can't just say, wait a minute, th- that crisis wait, doesn't wait, count. Wait, wait, wait. Who who got the vaccines? You you said he did a terrible job managing a, a, a crisis in this country. Who got the vaccines? Trump did. Okay. Go ahead. Not Biden. Not Biden. Well, yes. How, the, how did the, the southern develop- border become such a mess where it's wide open now? That's Biden. Well, we can have a conversation about that. No, it's the same laws under Biden and Trump. Okay. And you're right. Right? To a degree. But look at how Trump enforced them and look at the lack of enforcement under Biden. More, more people have been arrested at the border under Biden by far than under Trump. Okay, but what about the people that are not arrested coming in? Many of them, most of them, are here under the asylum uh, um, laws, so they're here legally. You know what? Do you want me to explain that part? Because it's very often, very often I hear on this radio station people talking about the illegals. And I just want to explain to everyone within the sound of my voice that it is the law of the United States of America that if your feet are on the soil of the United States of America and you present yourself, you see these people lined up for, for, uh, to, to talk to border officers? If you present yourself and say, I request asylum in the United States, we have a process where you go before an asylum hearing officer or judge and you say, here's the evidence that I'm subject to persecution if I go home, if it's not safe, I can be sexual violence and not economic things. That, that's that, part of the story. What, what about right. stay in Mexico? What, what about things like that? Stay in Mexico is an agreement that Mexico did because of Title 42 that we don't have. Mexico had to agree to that. There's no law about that. That's not a law. I saw someone say online about our show, oh, they've got to stop in another country. That's not the law. Biden tried to do that by administrative rule, and the court struck him down and says, no, the Congress has to make that law. Has Congress made that law? Well, No, Congress has not made that law. Well, how is it working at the border with Kamala Harris, who's supposed to be the czar The border is a complete mess. The border is a complete mess. And wait, and whose fault is that? The Congress of the United States. Oh. They have to allocate the money and change the laws. So you want you want Biden to get credit in an election here, but you don't want to give him the blame at the border. You asked why the border is a mess. Right. Okay. And the border is not Biden. The border is not a mess because of the executive branch by and large. Because the executive branch just enforces the laws and spends the money. Do you believe there should be more border officers? You're, this is a setup question. It sure you're, is. You you want me you want me to say yes, and yes. then and then you're going to say blame the Republicans. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm going to do better than that. I'm going to say that in this uh, supplemental bill that had aid for Ukraine, aid for Israel, aid to protect Taiwan, also had a thousand new border officers, and the Republicans left town without even taking it up. You're against we're, that. We're, we're both against that. We'll, we'll, we'll hash this out. Let, let, me, let me bring up the issue of the protest that occurred yesterday at LAX, because I've had it with these uh, <laughs> pro-Palestinian protests. But there was LAX, one here at JFK, too. LAX and also uh, JFK uh, in New York. Here's a bit of what it sounded like. And I want you to hear this, uh, Mr. Weiner. right? So New Year's Day is right around the corner, Sunday into Monday. The big ball drops down in New York. And, of course, 
for these pro-Palestinian protesters who have it all wrong. It's an opportunity to disrupt, right? So you have, uh, what, uh, a half a million people, a few, few hundred thousand that come to see the ball drop around the world in New York City. And the NYPD is on standby as they were at Christmas and Thanksgiving. They disrupted part of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Uh, this is part of a report that aired on NBC as it relates to this Israel-Hamas situation and these pro-Palestinian protesters. Hey, everybody. Sean King here. First, No, no, no. That's, that's the, wrong, that's the uh, wrong one there. We're looking for... Uh, cut number four. Cut number uh, four. Okay, so we we don't we don't we don't have that. We do have that. You know, but but we have it. Okay. There have been nearly 500 protests in New York City since the Israel-Hamas war began, and City Hall is bracing for at least one more before the year is out. Right here in Times Square. With 2024 rising over Times Square's horizon, the barricades are already coming out. There's just a few more days until New Year's Eve. There's always a serious concern around safety in New Year's Eve. Mayor Eric Adams says that concern is heightened this year as the NYPD prepares for potential protests at the world's crossroads, especially after pro-Palestinian demonstrators interrupted the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and attempted to disrupt the Rockefeller Center tree lighting this year. And that's a report, Anthony, on uh, NBC. Now, at, at the New York protests, and I've had it with these protests. I'm sick of them. How about showing some solidarity with Israel, the people that were attacked October 7th? But you were part of this in terms of your son was yeah, flying so out, correct? I, I actually, so I'm driving out to uh, telling uh, Curtis this story today. I'm driving out to Kennedy, my son Jordan, who just landed, by the way. He flew unaccompanied for the first time. And we're driving up to Kennedy Airport, and um, there is one of those big uh, signs right about the Woodhaven exit for those people who are uninitiated. There's really two ways you can get out to Kennedy from, from Manhattan. You can take the highways, go the LIE to the Van Wick or the Grand Central to the Van Wick, or you can take Woodhaven Boulevard, which is kind of like a local street. It goes right through my old district. So just before you have to make that decision, there's a sign that, that says the distance, the time it's going to take to get you to Kennedy because a lot of people are driving in that direction. And it said 60 minutes when it should have been about 30. And uh, I also see that these cabs and livery cars are disproportionately going into the lane to turn for Woodhaven, so I follow them. But I was puzzled because, okay, it's a holiday week, but most of the busy, heavy travel days – it, this would not be one of them. Um, so we avoided the traffic. Uh, and then when we got down there, the traffic in the airport was very light. And I'm like, there's something's very weird is going on. And I figure, all right, there must be an accident on the Van Wick. I do what everyone else should do. I turn on my local AM radio station to find out what's going on because that's still the only way you can really find out what's going on in traffic. And sure enough, one of these protests, it was only about 20 or 30 people, but that's all it takes to jam up a highway. Right. And they basically laid across the highway. And what's important about this is that the Port Authority, which is kind of a police department that governs the airport, it's similar to other cities around the country. They swiftly came and arrested them and towed the cars away and said, all right, we're, we're out of here. Um, is actually um, Adam Fominioli, you know, drives one of those trucks. He's a caller sometimes to our show. But the thing that I found interesting is my son, Jordan. Uh, uh, my wife has family in Abu Dhabi. He was flying to the UAE. All these 
all these Arab people going to UAE were probably jammed up in this traffic, stuck, maybe even missing their flight because of these silly protesters. As far as the cut, there is no way they disrupt the, the dropping of the ball. And I'll tell you why. We have our police are the best. They manage the crowds on January 1st like nobody's business. Nobody's causing trouble on that day because they they have a place that you're allowed to stand. If you leave, you're done. People wear Depends diapers and everything else so they don't have to leave and, and ever. Which is nasty, but go <laughs> no. ahead. By the way, anyone who, who is planning, come to New York, spend your tourist dollars. Tourism has been great in the city. It's not a great day. You know, it's not a fun event going to watch that. It's going to be raining. It's going to be probably pretty cold. You're in one place. So I don't think they'll be able to do these disruptions. But here's what's happening. They are taking people who might be their allies, and they're turning them against them, right? Because you, all you have to do is miss one flight because of these stupid protesters. But all that being said, they're going to, you know, if you want to avoid the protests, here's the secret. Travel in the morning. Because all of these hipsters, they get up at 11 o'clock, then they got to shave their underarm or braid their underarm hairs, then they got to put their nose rings in, whatever these, these hipsters do. Uh, there's no way they get up early in the morning to disrupt anybody. They're too lazy. So I'm not really worried about too many more of these protests. How about this? Lock them up. Lock them up. Yeah, you can probably give them a ticket or something. A ticket, something, uh, uh, detain them for eight hours. Make yeah, make put them through the system, I guess. I guess. The guys, who, who, the guys who lay on the street, those people are violating traffic laws and everything else. Someone is just walking, doing a protest. You're not going to arrest a thousand protesters or whatever. But, yeah, someone who stops traffic. Because think of the scenario. I mean, it's an, it's... You know, is imagine if there is a fire truck that needs to get through or an ambulance. It's not just someone being inconvenienced. Then it might be causing someone their life. Jamaica Hospital is right along the Van Wick there. Who knows what would, would have happened? But they, I think they were inside the grounds of the of the airport, which is why the Port Authority had jurisdiction and not the NYPD. I know you get worked up about this. I know uh, uh, Curtis Sliwa does. Others do on the station. Protesters don't bother me. Let them do what they're going to do. They're saying here. By the way, if you saw this on Twitter, they will, will, gonna, they, will they bother you if they throw? Uh, hopefully, this doesn't happen. They throw blood on you. Will no. they bother you then? Oh, then 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 that's assault, and I, I want them arrested. But he, here's here's one that's really testing me. They had scheduled a protest at the Holocaust Museum. Now they canceled it. Can you imagine that? And look, I can't. And here's what's going to happen. They are going to they're going to have the opposite effect rather than because they're going to protest at the White House. And they originally said, let's meet and protest at the Holocaust Museum. Think about what kind of thinking that is. I'm going to protest at the Holocaust Museum. So all it's going to do is these is they are going to they're going to outkick their coverage. They're going to make big mistakes like this and they're going to cause sympathy for Israel back to the way it was after October 7th, which is the way it should be. I agree the way it should be. In a moment, we're going to let you hear the uh, mayor of New York, uh, Mayor Eric Adams, has had it. He's starting to crack down on these migrant buses. We will let you hear the mayor of Chicago, far, 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 far left, Brandon Johnson, sounding the alarm on migrants. Uh, We are going to be taking all of your calls. We see them in front of us. You could reach us at 800-848-9222. More of your calls when Anthony Weiner and Dominic Carter in for Frank Marano return. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Marano.
other side of midnight with Frank Morano. On the other side of midnight, Dominic Carter here with Anthony Weiner in for Frank Morano. Frank has the morning off and a happy new year to all of you folks around the country, wherever you may be listening to us from. We are going to take your calls. But before we do that, Mr. Weiner, let's listen to two things, right? New York City Mayor Eric Adams cracking down uh, on the migrant issue as it relates to buses that come in from Texas, declaring and signing a new executive order. And then we'll listen to the mayor of Chicago, Brandon Johnson, sounding the alarm on migrants. But first, New York City Mayor Eric Adams. To better coordinate these arrivals today, I'm announcing an executive order requiring charter buses transporting migrants, those often contracted by the state of Texas, to provide 32-hour notice in advance of their arrival into New York City. To make sure we have sufficient staffing, we are also requiring that these charter buses arrive only between 8.30 a.m. and 12 p.m., Monday through Friday, and to only drop off passengers at one spot unless directed otherwise by New York City Emergency Management. Failure to do so result in a Class B misdemeanor, possible fines, lawsuit, and even buses being impounded. We cannot allow buses with people needing our help to arrive without warning at any hour of day and night. And now the mayor of Chicago, Brandon Johnson, sounding the alarm on migrants. Um, look, the technical support that we receive from the federal government, we appreciate that. Uh, work authorization to put people on a pathway to sustainability, I certainly appreciate that. And without real significant um, investment from our federal government, it won't just be the city of Chicago that won't be able to maintain this mission. It's the entire country okay. that is now at stake. But in no way um, what the state of Texas is doing um, is helping the cause. As much as we recognize that there are challenges, significant challenges at the border. And that is the uh, mayor of Chicago. So I'm curious here, we're going back to the telephone calls, but what would have, what would a mayor Wiener, how would you have done dealt with this situation? Because it is my strong contention that mayor Adams should have been out there himself, turning these buses around, sending the right message to chase these buses somewhere else. Well, he doesn't have any authority to do that. You can't turn around a bus. You can't. It, it, mayors can't stop people from doing something that's lawful. Getting on a bus and taking a bus to New York City isn't against the law. 
I mean, look, they're not citizens of America. They're here legally, and and even if they're no, not, no, no, they're not. You, you and I, we we're gonna we're gonna. No, this have isn't this a disagreement. Debate. This is a fact. Thing. No, no, that, it's a fact based on Anthony Weiner. No, no, it's, it's a not- fact. No, facts, fiction are based on people. Let me explain the 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 law that they're here under. They're they're not going to get arrested by anyone because they have now appeared before a uh, a border officer asked for asylum. The law of the United States of America. I didn't say arrest them. I didn't say arrest them. Well, if you I stop, said deter, deter, if you turn impede, the bus around, that's that's the same thing. That's no, no, it's not. That's not arresting them. It is. You can't. You detain someone or you don't detain them. Which you can, is it? You can you can turn the bus around. Let me turn it uh, around. You, yeah, you, turn it around. There's Get, no I, law. You, there's you, no turning around. Uh, there's no turning around authority in the government. You, you don't have the legal authority to park. We we have permits uh, with the buses that park here at this location. Oh, if you want to say, have a permit, if you go, wanna, if leave. you want to say, wait a minute, there's no permit to come to the city. No, there is, there are permits for bus bus companies to park at the port authority. Absolutely, absolutely. and so 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 that you you're not turning it, anyone around. Yeah, Dominic. Yeah, yes, you can. You and I both know there are loopholes to send the bus. We both know you can't stop a bus from coming anymore. You can stop a car anymore. You can stop a skateboard anymore than you can stop anything else. If someone is someone, these people can legally come. What if they can oh. rent a car and come here? They can walk oh. here. Dominic, see, see Dominic, what, here's what the you're problem. saying, Anthony. Here's the problem. This is why we have this problem where migrants are pimping us. Okay, this is right. exactly why Listen, we have this problem. We can do this two ways. We can demagogue it and we can do bumper stickers, or I can try to explain why this is a complicated issue. If you want it to be simple and say, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna call the, the New York City bus turning around agency to turn around buses. We don't have the authority to do that. These people are here under the asylum laws legally. If they ask for asylum, now the system is broken because that system is supposed to say very soon after you're supposed to go for a hearing. If you're eligible for asylum, you stay. If you're not, you go. The asylum law is now being used as a substitute for our legal immigration process. But here in New York City, there is not an agency of government that turns around buses miraculously, okay. that goes onto a bus. And by the way, but, I'm so, curious. So would Mayor Weena have opened them, welcomed them with open doors the, the way Mayor Adams welcome did? Or and, not, now, and now is whining and complaining and, 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 and running them from them as far away as he can? Welcome or not welcome, they are lawfully here. In your opinion. Not in mine. You, you, you've got to stop saying that, Dominic. But there not, are not laws, in mine. There are laws in the United States of America, and I this one happens to be one. You can, If you want to, I can Google it for you and show you. That's why these people are not being arrested. No, they're not being they're not being detained or turned away at the border because this is the way that this administration wants it. That's not the way asylum laws work. Oh, my Lord. I, I mean, I love you like a brother, Dominic, but I'm telling you what the asylum law is. These people are here. That's why when you look at them carefully when they're getting off the bus, they're holding a piece of paper. That piece of paper is when they're supposed to return for a hearing, which is four years from now. It's supposed to no, be ten, four months. Ten. It's not that much. No, four, it's actually ten. It's not that much. It's ten, I'm telling you. Okay, let's say it's ten. So the answer to do ten years is to get that down to ten days. But that's not going to happen. Okay, but before we go off this, Dominic, don't say they're here illegally. They are here illegally. They are. I'm sorry, okay. Mr. Weiner. You can apologize all you want. I just want no, you to know th- that you're wrong. Th- no, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. They're here illegally. They entered the country illegally because of lax enforcement at the border. Why won't you acknowledge that? 
because I happen to know the law of the United States of America. I served on the immigration subcommittee. We have had asylum laws in this country forever. The reason we have so many people coming under the, on the asylum laws now is because of two things. One, people like you saying open border, open border, open border. So they think it's an open border. And two, we don't have a legal system to fill the jobs we have. So they're using this system. If you really care about stopping the asylees from getting here in New York City, the first thing you should do is give them hearings down in Texas. Do you know why we're not? The reason we're not is that Donald Trump slashed the budget to have those hearings. Oh, I knew, I knew we were coming around to that. Yeah. I knew. So because it's, you it's want, Trump's you fault. guys want this problem. It's, you it's, want this problem. <laughs> You're all, oh, oh my God, oh my God, it's unsafe. You don't want a solution. Why did the Republicans leave town? Oh boy! Why did they leave town? This is can we solve this in an okay. hour? Okay, let's let's go to one of the calls. Let's go to Janice in the great state of New Jersey. Good morning, Janice. You are on the other side of midnight. Oh my God! My blood pressure just went through the roof. Listen, I'll tell you what the big problem is, Mister Weiner. We don't have a president who knows what he's doing. You are destroying this country. We are being destroyed, and they are here illegally because they come across. They don't go through um, being checked in. They come in with COVID, and they're put on the bus. They never got shots, but every American had to get a shot. This country is being destroyed right before your eyes, and your little boy is going to be in a lot of trouble. You have no idea. I'm telling you, people that are coming in are all military. Probably, you can even just see they're between 30 and 40 years old. They've all been trained in the army. Oh, we are God. getting an army Janice, of Janice, here. Janice, don't, don't, be, Janice. There's going to be a war within our country. Janice, Janice, don't, don't gild the lily. The immigration system is a mess. There's no doubt about it. We were never intended for the asylum laws to be used this way. But these people are, are turning themselves in to apply for asylum. Terrorists don't do that. It, no, it, it's it, called pimping, actually. That's it's what it's not called. Quite, show, show. It's, it's, called, it's called pimping. These, hey, first of all, these are human beings. These are children of it's, God. Let's it, stop it, with the pimping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're human beings, but it's called pimping. What do you mean it's called? They, they, many of these migrants are living better than Americans. Will you admit that? They're coming here for a better life. Hell yeah. But who's paying for their better life? You're missing the point. Are they paying for their better life? Study after study, city after city, place after place says that we wind up benefiting. They said that about our grandparents. Every generation says about immigration. Here's here's the line that I'm going to hear next out of Dominic. I like immigrants. I just want them to come in a certain way. Hey, that's good because that's, that's exactly that's exactly, exactly what so I was now they're say. coming. You're the right. only You're way right. that's the only way that's it's available. called pimping. And, but, I, you know, it's called abusing s- the American taxpayer. Stop it. Stop it's it. called, it's called, I'm going to come here and drop my baby. So my baby, meaning I'm going to deliver my baby here so that my that baby is, is an American so citizen. What? And so that my baby hey, can get welfare for 21 Dominic, years. Tell Janice, he says they're all 20 year old men here to do terror. Which is it? Well, Janice, yeah, exactly. Janice. Why did you guys get your demagoguing in order here? <laughs> you know what, Mr. Weiner, I've been listening to you and trying to figure you out and you're clueless you have an idea like i have an idea but you want to know something i see a picture better than you do you have no idea what's happening in this country 
And if I, I they, these people that are coming, they're terrorists. Janice, a lot of them Janice, are terrorists. Janice, I'm going to explain all it to men, you. men, military, they Janice, have to be. No, no. First of all, Janice, my friend Dominic says they're all anchor babies. Janice, I'm going to explain it to you. You're being lied to. You're being lied to. Okay, so wait. every hold on, let me finish. Okay, let me. I'm, I'm, I'm laying. I'm laying down some facts for Janice. Here. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Janice. You listen to people say open border. Asylees are illegal. This, we're under attack. They're taking over our country. Generation and generation and generation have been doing that same stuff around immigration. It's the cross through Ellis Island and then turn to the guy behind you and say, get out of my country. That's always been the way it is. I have been in this game for a little while. I've seen it all. Everyone says, oh, no, I'm not anti-immigrant. I just don't like that immigrant. I've heard it said about my people. I've heard it said about Dominic's people. Now we're hearing saying about these people. All I can tell you is if you want to fix this problem, don't look at Joe Biden. If you want to fix the laws, talk to the lawmakers. If you want to allocate money, talk to the money allocators. But they don't want a solution. Dominic and his party do not want a fix. They want the issue. Mic drop. Okay, so. Uh, pick the mic back up because we we need you to have a mic. So I just wanna I just wanna go through a little a little um, a little uh, line of things. Just and and uh, help me out here. I want to make sure I got my facts right. So the migrants that um, that are coming here, right? You say legally, I say illegally. Do they get um, free housing? Only in New York City. Okay, okay. Well, in New York City only, do they get free housing? Yes, because of a Callahan consent decree. Okay, uh, and Chicago, are they getting free housing? They don't get, they're not, they don't have a, a right to housing in any other city except New okay, York City. Okay, but, but they're being, ho- Chicago's starting to put them in hotels now. Well, so, so every, every city has to make a decision what to right, do if right, they have homeless right, people, yes. Right, right, right. Well, no, 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 no. Please don't make the comparison with homeless people. The homeless people are treated like garbage. The migrants are treated like superstars. So let's not make that comparison. Let's, let's you not do you that. ask me a question and you right. want to understand the issue, and I respect right. you okay. for entering that part okay. of the conversation. Okay, okay. So now, in, so wait, wait, wait. In Chicago, so, in so, LA, so, in so, other places. So in American cities, are the schools already overcrowded, and the kids that come along with their parents have to be educated legally? And it's making a bad situation worse with the education system. Our schools are not overcrowded. They're actually lower than they were because during COVID, a lot of people left. Listen, a lot of people left cities like New York. We've heard all about that. Cities like Chicago and like L.A. and moved to other places. So the schools actually – let me just finish my thought. So the schools are not overcrowded. However, any child, irrespective of where they came from, we're not going to let stand on the street. They've got to be in a school. And by the way, that benefits everybody. Oh, it benefits everybody. And we get – it so when the, we don't want so kids when the on teachers, the street, so when they got to go hire two hundred new teachers that speak Spanish, that's not a drain to the taxpayer. If you have kids in a school system, if it's a legal immigrant or an illegal immigrant, it's still a child. It is a child. So they educate that child. The, but but English as a second language is not a new thing in New York City. It's not a new thing in Chicago. Right, but okay, well, in, in New York. And by the uh, way, we get and we get compensated for uh, under Title I okay. for those students. Okay, in New York City, you know like I know, they don't have enough Spanish-speaking teachers. They, it was a, a, a crush to hire. I would teach them uh, in English. These are kids. Uh, I would teach okay. them in English. Okay, now, now the, the, the migrants that come here, are, are they getting free health care, Mr. Weiner? N- only to the extent that if they're... Sick, we're not going to leave them lying on the street. Uninsured people oh, okay. do get taken. Oh, okay. Uninsured people of all ilk. If you lose your job, God forbid, right, right, and you're right. uninsured, we're going to take care I, of you. I'm too. an American. If 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 the woman comes here pregnant, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm an American. 
right? Let's just remember something. When someone who doesn't have health insurance gets hit by a bus out here in Manhattan, right. it doesn't matter. The bus may not know what their status is. We're going to scrape them off the sidewalk, take them to a hospital, okay? And then we're going to try to figure out how to pay for them. But that's true always. It's true today. It's true of an uninsured person who's been here for 20 years or someone who's been here for 20 minutes. Well, we, you... They don't get any special health care benefits, if that's what you're asking. Okay, well, what about when they come... <laughs> Uh, some and the women and and uh, it's not immediately known that they're pregnant and then they're pregnant and they have the baby. And who pays for that, Mr. Weiner? Who pays for the baby to be born? Yes. Okay. It costs a lot of money. Who healthcare. pays for that? Hold on. Just again about health care in the United States of America, as messed up as it is, we don't have a single unified health care system. We have what's called health insurance. When you come here as an immigrant, you are not eligible for Medicaid. You're not eligible for Medicaid. However, if you have a baby and you go into an emergency room, you're going to get taken care of. And it would be unreimbursed care just like, though, just to make it clear, just like someone who is out, who, who just doesn't have a job and walks into a hospital emergency room. That's one of the reasons we have Obamacare to expand the number of people that are covered. Continue. You, you, you keep talking about Obamacare like it's some great solution. I, we're talking do, do about you realize, Mr. You Wiener, asked me about health care. I want to go I back to the question. We got to take a break. But I want to go back to something you said earlier. Uh, that because uh, I can't just let it slide. You said tourism is great here. Yeah, Did I? It's, are it's, you serious? It's back to pre-COVID levels. It is, Mr. Weiner. We had two teenage girls stabbed less than forty-eight hours ago. No, no. I was talking about that. That tourism is back to where it was at pre-COVID levels. Hey, Dominic, Dominic. If you want to do the hottest headline in the newspapers, I can do that too. But if you want to talk about the stats, okay. The 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 art. We're back at pre pre-COVID levels of tourism. That's good news. What's okay. the beef? But. The beef is you're talking about tourism. A 14 year old girl, a 16 year old girl, is stabbed. Stop talking down my city. Is stabbed. One is stabbed in the back. Yeah, we have. The other is stabbed in the hip. Oh, oh, eight million people. We swell to 50 million. What a bunch of crazy people walking around. We have crazy people in the city. Welcome to the welcome to the business. Because of Democrats. That's why, Dominic. You have been in the city reporting on the news since the day of the flood. Democrats and 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 Republicans have crazies in the city. Stop talking down my city. What I I'm not talking you down are. your city. I am I, tired of I am telling you. I got it, Tony. We got to take a break. But Mr. Weiner is talking this nonsense, and we we've, we've got to correct Stop this. Stop talking down my city. We, my city is the greatest on okay, earth. Okay, uh, could could you say that to the 16 year old girl and the 14 year old girl from you, South if America? You wanna, if you want to judge our and, city, and the man, by the way, that, that that was screaming uh, uh, anti white comments as he stabbed them. Right. So, so what is that indicative of? What that's, that's indicative, a tragedy. What that's indicative of is that we've. What done about it. the fifteen million people that swelled it? That the city swells to every day. That that didn't happen to. Just stop it already. Okay. It's demagoguery, pure oh. and simple. And I know it. And I know it's what people at ABC love doing. You know what I like doing? Talking about the facts and the facts of crime is crime is coming down. No, it's, it's, any I, crime is too I, many I, crimes. I'm going to borrow a page from your book. I love you too. But you love giving the Democratic spin, just talk, 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 talk like a little Pac-Man, and, and you state that it's fact, when Listen, the reality is you, just the opposite. You swerved, you swerved like a car in the Indianapolis 500 away from immigration, because I was telling you what's really going on. No, now you want to no. talk about some random, terrible thing that happened. 
Okay. okay. Yes, a terrible thing happened. The New York Post gets paid big money every day to make terrible things on everyone's front page. Oh we my here at WABC focus on the negative. I oh focus on the positive. God. I'm Mr. Happy. Always oh. look on the bright side. <laughs> I got him a saying. Tony's ready to jump out the window because we're like eight we're, minutes we're, we're, late for go. a break. We're, we're going to take a break. The other side of midnight coming right back. Anthony Weiner and Dominic Carter. The other side of midnight. Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. It's my city. It's your city. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. Mr. Weiner, did you see where where Tony was about to slam his hat on the uh, board console in there because we were like 10 minutes late for a break? Never mind that. What about all of the people who are used to used to Frank Morano having these long, nice, calm conversations all across all across the the many the many stations that he's on and syndicated? People are throwing their radios out the window and saying, "Yeah." Well, saying, well, I did not sign up for Anthony Weiner yelling at me in the middle but, of the night. But, but look at it this way. You're a New Yorker. What's that song? I'm a native New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker. And, you know, we're, we're on Nationwide right now, but we're both guys that bring it. Right. So, I mean, one of my we're going to stipulate that that I'm right on immigration and that, you know, you're wrong. I mean, so here's the thing. You know, one of the thing, one of the reasons I did. I don't know if you remember this was about a month ago. Eric Adams was in front of a town hall meeting on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. And he basically threw up his hands and said, I've never seen anything this bad. I don't know what the answer is. I don't think we can. And in my view is, you asked what I, how, what I would do different if I were mayor. I don't want my mayor saying that. It's your job to manage this tough problems. You don't sign up to be mayor if you only want things to be easy. When we had 9-11, we had the Great Depression, we had... We had challenges in our city, and this is another one. But I will say this. I think that for all the yelling and screaming, and I'm, to some degree I'm just trying to stay awake, but for all the yelling and screaming, there is broad consensus in Congress. I would probably say two-thirds of Congress would support an immigration reform bill that had basically these elements to it. And, and it won't take long. I'm not going to filibuster. One is on the illegal side. There are about 13 million people here, maybe more, 15 million or so, that have been here that are undocumented. I'm not talking about the recent flow, that have been here undocumented. If they can show they're working, paying taxes, they've learned English, their kids are in school, they're contributing to society, it's a fairly easy matter to say, all right, here's a temporary document. We're going to give – you're going to pay a fine, no amnesty. You're going to pay a fine. You're going to go to the end of the line for, for – um, but you're going to be able to stay here. And this – with this card, you're going to be allowed to work. Anyone who doesn't have that is not paying their taxes, is not doing this, then you don't get one of those cards. And then we say to employers, if you hire anyone who doesn't have one of those cards, you're held responsible too because every employer out there is just as much guilty when they're hiring someone who is, who is undocumented. We agree on that. Then you take the legal side. Every – let's do the math. Every about 20 years or so, 
we update the legal immigration system to accommodate changes that have happened in our economy. And what we do is we come up with programs that encourage the kind of people to come here that have the skills that we need, sometimes their manual skills, sometimes their technological skills, to come here. And we say we're going to have a system that you can apply and come here lawfully and legally. And also you can leave if you want. You can come and go so long as what you're doing is legally and lawfully. Right now we have no legal way for these people who just want to work and who want to be hired by the agriculture, want to be hired by dairy, want to be hired in construction. There's no system for that. Congress can say, let's set up a system. Let's go. Let's put our, 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 our nose to the grindstone, come up with that system. And the third thing we do is undoubtedly we have to, we have to secure the border. And that means people like me and uh, people on the left have said, listen, the fence, the border might not the, – the wall. Wait, wait, wait. I, I didn't hear that part. Can you say that Curtis, part again? Curtis, let's leave that. Let's leave, <laughs> leave, my, my, my idea here is everyone gets no, a little No, I love your bit. idea, but I didn't, I didn't hear that last point. Just one more time, please. Is that we've got to secure the border. Oh, oh, what was so that? that so what that, was that? So, secure the border? I yeah. just want to make sure I heard you. Even using the silly, stupid things like building walls. You still want me to continue? Okay. So if you do those things and then – and then we, in, we invest in technology at the border that can stand, scan cars and trucks for things like fentanyl. Fentanyl does not come, despite what the, some of the knuckleheads on this station say, people don't carry it in backpacks across the Rio Grande. They come in trucks. They come in cars. They come by American citizens are bringing them in because they're less likely to be stopped. We install those at more places so we can stop drugs coming in. Oh, what American just, citizens are bringing in the fentanyl. Yeah, that's where most of it's coming and in. Not, and not the migrants. No, the migrants, it doesn't make sense for them to bring oh, it in. Okay. Think, okay. Dominic, right. Dominic, here's the thing about having me on. The yes. thing about having me on is you get some of these myths to get busted. No, 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 they're no, coming no, in. no, These no, no. You, you know, you know, Mr. Weiner, that I question elected officials even more. Fentanyl. So having you on, right, you're I'll giving explain. me, you're giving me your talking points, but Fent- that don't I make them not. facts. I'm, you, uh, listen, I can hold up my phone to you all night and showing this the case, as you have been doing. Right. Fentanyl comes in the trucks. These are the people who can bring it in in backpacks. And after we get back from 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 the top of the hour. You're going to see that you agree with all four or five of those Well, we'll see about that. And I'm going to play, when we come back, a little clip. You minimize, to a little degree, the the two girls that were stabbed, the two teenage girls. You minimize it. I just said We're going to focus on that. We have crazies in our city. Anthony Weiner, Dominic Carter, in for Frank Marano. We will be right back. This is The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. They're running a strange program, y'all. Now, here's Frank Morano. The other side of midnight, Frank Morano has a well-deserved morning off. Anthony Weiner with Dominic Carter. And a few minutes ago, as it relates to New York City, and we see your calls from around the country. I promise we're about to get right back to them. But I, I do have to clarify something that Mr. Weiner said. Mr. Weiner said that tourism is great in New York 
And I'm thinking about these two teenage girls from South America where where a mentally ill man uh, 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 making co- anti-white racist comments stabs one in the back and the other one uh, in the thigh. I don't call that great, but I want you to listen to this. This is a report regarding that situation of these two teenage girls that have been stabbed. Tonight, 36-year-old Esteban Esono Asu, who goes by Stephen Hutcherson, arraigned on charges of attempted murder as a hate crime after the stabbing attack of two teenage tourists in Grand Central Terminal Christmas morning. They had no idea he was even there, and he just pulled the knife out of his pocket. He stabbed one girl in the back, um, and then her sister was getting up to run away, and he stabbed her in the thigh. The two sisters sitting with their parents at Tartinery inside the food hall. The general manager told News 4 they had a gut feeling that something was off with the man when he came in. According to the criminal complaint, when Hutcherson was seated at a table, he told an employee, I don't want to sit with black people, and made a comment using racial slur about white people. After being served water is when the employee told detectives Hutcherson took out a knife from his pocket and lunged at the family, sending panic through the dining concourse. And um, something else as it relates to that tourism is great, Mr. Weiner. Uh, the the man accused in this case, the mentally ill man, um, his girlfriend uh, says he belongs in jail or the psych ward. And uh, just weeks ago, he was cut loose by a New York City judge over pleas from prosecutors. Do you still feel that tourism is great? Yes. What does that have to do with tourism? Two girls stabbed from South America eating at Grand Central Station with their parents on Christmas Day, and a deranged no, man no, no. What walks does this up. have to do with tourism? This isn't a case about tourism. It's a case. This okay, could have happened. I, I, okay. This could have happened to someone who okay. wasn't a tourist. Okay, but it didn't happen to someone that wasn't a tourist. It happened no, no, to two young This isn't a story ladies. about tourism. This is not a story about tourism. And you, you don't, you you don't think here. this is going to do enormous damage to tourism for well, New it's York? It's going to do enormous damage if people keep treating it like it's a common thing. It's it's look. Here's the New York City I live in, Dominic. I live in a city with tabloids. I live in a city with 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 five or six TV news stations. I live in a sto- in a city that these types of things, unfortunately, when you have a city of eight million people that swells to about fifteen during the city dur- during the day, that is teeming with tourists that also has a real problem with mental health people on the street. That there are going to be things like this that happen. We are like molecules bouncing off each other, but. But it doesn't have to do with tourism. There's plenty of tourists that come here every single day, millions of them every single year. This is a safe city, and it always could be safer, but I'm not sure there's a case of that. It is, if anything, it's being exploited by people who are trying to make it more than so, it is. So this is a safe city. It is. I guess Chicago's a safe city, too. I don't have as much familiarity with Chicago as I have with New York, but I know New York City is a safe city. New York City is a safe city. It's the safest big city in the country. That's what the stats say. Oh, oh, well, let's just instead let's instead judge it by one case that we read about in the newspaper. Is that really the way wow. we want to go? Wow. Let's go back to the telephone Dominic, calls. Before we go, that you have been an institution in this city following the news, reporting the news, commenting on the news mm-hmm. for almost as long as I have. Mm-hmm. How does the crime today compare to where it was um, in the 1980s and 90s? It's almost worse. Okay. Based on what do you say that? Just I'm curious. The 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 not the numbers, obviously. So what what is it based on? The different types of stories that keep resurfacing. 
mentally ill person. Really? So the guy that got pushed off a subway platform. I'm glad you said Utah. subway platform, Brian, Brian Watkins. Correct. I'm glad you said subway platform. Do something, Dave. Be- because, right, do something, Dave. Right. So, okay, so you want credit for the Democrat. Dave Dinkins was a good friend oh. of mine. So you want me to say that, that, that because of Brian Watkins, the Post ran that headline, as you just said, Dave, do something. Dave Dinkins, the city's first black mayor, goes to Albany, gets the police. He loses to, Gi- to Giuliani, and Giuliani comes in and changes the city completely and brings it back to life. So what, what is it that you want me to say? I want you to say that relative, relative to that period in New York City's history, we are a low-crime period right now. Well, you know what's interesting? As a native New Yorker, I felt safe back then. I don't even visit the city of New York now. Well, and, my, and my family that kind is of not reminds allowed. me. Kind of reminds me of the guy a little earlier who was from what, Pennsylvania, saying oh, the city is a mess. What do you people all with the city is a mess? The city. Look, we have well, too. Any crime is too much crime. Can about, I just make, how about put the that women? How about the women that uh, get pushed off the platform in, in front of moving trains? Any crime is too much crime. Dramatic crime stories are as old a story in New York City as you can imagine. Okay. That happens. We have these dramatic crime stories. They're terrible. I wish we had no crime. I wish we had no mental health illness, no mental but, – but I just want to let anyone who's considering visiting New York City who hears this every day about how terrible it is, it ain't. I well, just want to tell you it, that. It would be a lot better if your Democratic friends enforced the law instead of serving as social workers for all of these animal crim- criminals. I happen, to, I happen to think our police are excellent, but you can, no, have, you can I'm, have that not, opinion. I'm not, Too late, I'm pal. not, you, I'm not referring, to, I'm not referring to the police. The police do an excellent job. Do a great job. I'm talking about the elected officials that pander, the Democrats in American City that pander over and over and over, and, and they pander to Black Lives Matter. Next, you're going to tell me that that's a reputable organization. Actually, are you going to tell me that? I, I just saw Donald Trump accepted the endorsement of a local uh, a BLM chapter and bragged about it. I don't. You want to make a demagogue out of a demagogue to BLM? All I can tell is what I know is New York City. That's my area of expertise. I look at the statistics. I experienced the crime that that there was in the seventies and eighties when you were walking down the street and you would have signs in everyone's car. You don't. My radio is already gone. You already stole it. I remember the crap, the, the crack epidemic. I remember all these things. Now every single week in New York City, if you wanted to pick a story and say, "Oh my God, the world's on fire. Someone got pushed on." On a track, you can do it. I am more mature about looking at these things, perhaps, than those than people who do that are. I point out the idea that yes, we have a lot of people in the city, and by and large, every single day, all these amazing things are happening. People are bouncing off each other like molecules, and relatively speaking, our crime is low compared to where it has been, and it's coming down every quarter. Now, any crime is too many. So you say, oh, was there one crime for that person? That crime is too many, but statistically. And, and let's remember something else, Dominic. People get paid big money to make things seem bad. That's what the media does. That's what the media does. I'm not going to do that. So I guess the young ladies were not treated at uh, Bellevue Hospital for stab wounds. I guess you need to hear the part that said that's a tragic thing. I'm sorry it happened, but it's not indicative of anything. <laughs> Mental no. health is a problem, man. You got crazy people out there. I am sorry. But I and, why, and why are they out there? Why are they out there? Because we have not figured out as a society. Because you're Democratic friends. That's why they are no, out no. there. No, no. We have not figured out as a society with a constitutional In form New of York government. State, that gets... They are out there because of your 
Democratic buddies. I don't understand. Exactly what part of the Constitution do you believe lets you lock up people willy-nilly and turn around buses? Who are you? I you thought conservatives know, believed in the Constitution. You know we have Kendra's Law in New York and a number of states, and it should be— it should be used a lot more. No, but it's very hard. But the problem is if you want to take someone off the street involuntarily who has not committed a crime, it is very difficult to do that. It's a real problem. And so it's maybe it shouldn't be so difficult. Maybe your Democratic friends shouldn't have cut the psychiatric beds. Hey, hold How on about a second. How about whoa, that? Whoa, whoa, hold on a second. If you want to go back to the days of Willowbrook, blame the courts and blame those horrible conditions in Willowbrook. I mean, okay, I, okay. Willowbrook was awful. But of course you, but, it was awful. But would you rather have it inside an institution or on the streets of that's New York? Not up, that's not the way this works. Anthony Weiner and, and Dominic Carter don't get to decide who gets locked up and how. Mental health is a problem in our society that we don't take seriously enough. In our society. And I'm not going to say that everyone who's out on the street, should, we should try to find care for those people. And try. Do you know how many people we have out on the streets, New York City employees, that are out there trying to convince these people to get help, trying to convince them to get help for their drug problems, trying to convince them to, to get help, to, to, to turn, how many people are bipolar, how many people have these, we so, have not figured out so, as a society. So, Mr. Mr. Weiner, how about stop trying to convince them and make them because get help? Because there's no law that says you yes, can force someone to get yes, help. Yes, there is. There's yes, not. there is. Yes, there if is. If you... Unless you can say that person has done someone harm or is being harmed for themselves, sitting on the right. street. Right, harms to themselves. Listen, sitting on the street, mumbling to yourself is not against the law. But that's not what happens. I, it is what happens. That's what most of the, 95% of the mental health oh. out there is not people pushing someone off a track. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to the phones. Let's see what the people around the country have to say. Let's go to Jimmy. Line five. Good morning, Jimmy. You are on the other side of midnight. Frank has the morning off. You're chatting with Anthony Weiner and Dominic Carter. Good morning. I, I tell you the truth. Uh, Anthony should have the morning off, too. This guy is, you know, if uh, the city is faced, how come cut, cut him loose Alvin Bragg said he was nervous for his family because of crime? That, you know what, Jimmy? You know what, Jimmy? I'm slipping because that is an excellent point. Mr. Weiner, can you answer Jimmy's question? If the city is so safe, why did your buddy, the district attorney, say that he's afraid for his family's safety? I don't know. He can, he can answer for that. I, I have a 12-year-old. I walk down the street with him all the time. I see a lot of mental health. I see a lot of pot, pot stores that are open that shouldn't be open. I see. I, I mean, th- there is probably crime in the city. I feel safe here. Now, also, if it, you said that the, the uh, illegals is legal, uh, that they're legal to, to come here. I've never heard another Democrat say that. I come Biden and Schumann and AOC and all those radicals. How come they don't say, no, they're, they're legal. It's okay for them to come here. No, it's not. A, no, no. Jimmy, Jimmy, first of all, Joseph Biden, in his proposal before Congress for the supplemental bill, asked for hundreds of additional hearing officers to deal with asylees. Everyone knows that these people are here here legally. The Republicans all know it. Jimmy, I'm going to tell you something that maybe you haven't been told before, and and I'll tell Dominic, too. The Republicans in Washington do not want to solve this problem. They want to use it as a cudgel against Joe Biden. That's why you haven't heard these things before. That's why you I have don't an- buy it. That's why I, I don't, Jimmy. I don't need you to buy it. I don't need you to rent it. I know. I don't need you doing. I am what here to tell you, you the truth. What proof do you have? I, that? You can go Google. Are the asylees here legally? Google it. What do you mean? What? What, what do I have? 
And and if and if they was legal, how come when uh, Donald Trump was president, they was kept in Mexico? Why didn't they say, "Oh no, they're legal"? They're because, illegal to come here. Because uh, Joe Biden, um, Donald Trump had something available to him that Joe Biden doesn't have. And that's Title 42, because there's no longer a COVID emergency. Title 42 is not in place. Any that's other questions? Jimmy, I, Jimmy, are, are, you, are you learning something here today? No, not from you. I don't want to learn what, you, what you're teaching. J- uh, what about Kate Stanley out in San Francisco walking down the street with her father and an illegal shot and killed her in the back, and he has been deported five times. Five times. What about? Let me answer them. Can I? Why is it a different kind of crime if an illegal does it or someone does it who's here legally? They're both criminals. They're both criminals, and I don't like criminals. Let me put it to you this way. All right. If if I do something in my house that causes a problem, I feel better than if someone broke in and did it other than me. Jimmy, why why would we? If you if you Jimmy, you should live a long, healthy life. God forbid anything bad happens to you. However, if you if anything ever does happen, the last question you're going to be asking is what was the last name or what was the nationality of the person that did it? Any crime is too many. Anyone who's here undocumented commits a crime. We should put them in jail, deport them, whatever it is. That's not the issue here. The issue that we're dealing with today is a failure of the Republican Congress. They left town. When, the, when Joe Biden brought this proposal for aid to Israel, they left town. When he brought the aid for, for Ukraine, they left town. Aid for to deal with immigration, they left town. If Mr. you want to blame someone, blame, you wanna, blame you, the I Republicans wanna, I wanna in Congress. Give, I want to give someone else an opportunity. I don't want to take up much time, but you didn't answer my question. Why is no other Democrat saying that it's legal Jimmy, for them to come here? Jimmy, no, no. It, Jimmy, I, I, I did answer that question. I will do it again. Thank and it's, you. Not, it's not legal for them to be here, And thank Jimmy. you very oh, much. And not. thank you very much for calling, Jimmy. I will say this one more time, that in the aid proposal, in the, the budget proposal that Joe Biden proposed was for hundreds of hearing officers to process these people. You don't have to process people who are here illegally. You only process people who are here lawfully. They are here lawfully. Now, no one intended for the, for the asylum program to have people here legally for four, five, six, ten years, as Dominic says. I think he's wrong, but I don't think it's that much. But it's like five years now. No one intended that. The reason it's because Congress refuses to fix the laws. But they don't want to fix the laws because they want the issue. Dominic wants the issue. Dominic wants to be able to say, oh, look how bad immigration is. Vote for Donald Trump. No, That's why it doesn't get fixed. No, no. I, I, I just want the border closed. No, that, you don't. That, First of all, there's no closing the border. Do you think it's a door, Dominic? Well, here's what I think. Here's what I think. I think that Trump's idea of a wall was an excellent one. I think that uh, that we need to shut it down. Okay. Plain and simple. I know. Shut it plain and simple. That's the problem. It's not that simple. There's no way to have a wall in the Rio, the Rio Grande River, right? Right, right. right. But you, you said something. The, the caller said the difference between – you said what's the difference if someone's killed, whether a, a migrant does it or someone else, Right. Well, there's a hell of a big difference. If you don't belong in the country, you shouldn't be here to be able to commit that crime. Yeah, and if you do belong in the country, you should commit the crime. It's a no. stupid argument. Okay, but 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 Anthony, do you understand how offensive that is? That that somebody that's not even supposed to be here that is pimping the taxpayers of the oh United States of America. All right, what You're if they, pimping in more ways well, than one? Well, let me ask you this: Do you support them being allowed to work in the country so they're not pimping anyone? 
uh, they shouldn't be here. Of course here. not. You want it both ways. You just no, no, want, no, 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 you no, want no, to complain. No, 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 no. They shouldn't be here. Okay. When, they, when, 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 you, when, you, so correct it, when have, you correct your problem and come back the right way, should we have, you're more than welcome. Let me ask you. Should we hire more hearing officers so we can decide who really deserves asylum and who doesn't? What we should do yes, we is should do close that. the border. There's not a door. My, we, we, my, no, what, my what, brother, there but, is no but, but we door should, on we the border. Close the border. Close the border. Close the border. That's not a thing. All right. I will gladly. I will that, that's yield why when Trump, I will put when, myself, Trump, when Trump said put him in cages, I supported that. I will put the thing on. I will put my phone, my my microphone on mute, and you will explain <laughs> to me how you close the border. Like, okay, hey, someone go call the door. We got to close here's, the border here, door. Here, here's how. Here's how you do it. Here's how you do it. You make it a living hell to get into the country where it's almost impossible to get into the country. Okay, how do you do that's that with you the twenty five hundred mile border? How do you do that? How you do it is... Yeah. Why do we hire mm, 200, 300, 400, 500, 600,000 people? We put them on private property land with guns facing the border? No, 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 no. How, how you do it is what the way that Trump did it in terms of you send a message of I'm not playing with you. If you think you're coming here, I will take your I kids agree. away. Well, well, take the kids away. They were sued. They were stopped from doing that. The court stopped them doing that. But I, I want to say this is an area that I agree with you on. We have to be unambiguous that the border is not open, that you're going to get grabbed and you're going to get arrested and you're going to be and, and coming here. You're not going to if you think you're getting asylum, you're not because we're going to have a hearing within minutes. Not or, hours. Or don't, don't forget the pimping. Don't don't forget that part. Well, I don't I don't use that kind of degrading language. Right, about right, human right, beings. right, right, right. But, 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 let's, but, but wait, 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 but wait, wait, I agree. But with let's the, call it for what it is. That's not what when, it is. When the pregnant woman comes here, drops the baby here and we pay for it. Let's, and then the child is an American citizen. I call that pimping. When you come here and go and go and go, say, and go and go and go and go, I totally get. I totally get why you have such high ratings because you're really good at kind of like demagoguing on this stuff. No one's doing that. This, by the way, the woman who called in earlier. You should have seen woman, Anthony's face when he just called, made that. The point. woman, the woman who called in earlier, who says they're able-bodied men. You and Curtis got to get together and decide what kind of demagoguing you're going to do. He oh, says you, it's you all able. You think it's only males? He said that's I, what I, Curtis. Have you, have you noticed the That's design of clothing that many of these migrants wear? Oh, I wear? heard this about the Russian immigration, too. No, no, yeah. no, 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 let's no, bring no, no, every, no, no. Let's bring have every you, racist ha, thing ha, we can ha, about ha, immigrants. Let's bring them all. Ra- that's not racist. Bring them all. Have you seen the Jordans that oh, many of the guys God. wear? <laughs> have you seen the jeans? It's the same. You're just, are you just reading from every no. immigrant, every anti-immigration handbook of, like, slogans? No, I'm just telling you the truth. They You're are pimping. They are pimping it's the great. American people. And you, you can't hate on them if you, you can, are, if you can pimp, you know. Okay. They're, they're pimps. Use whatever degrading language you want. They're human beings. They're, oh, they're, they oh, are the violin. Oh, no, do you hear that? Being, you hear the violin. Look, they're, you want to lock up children. I think you've, you've kind of showed your stripes on this. And I have. And yeah, I have. So I think I've got the high ground on this. No, I, I, don't, I don't think you do. <laughs> if you, Trump you was right. Children. Trump was right. You're going to come here and violate the laws of America? We're going to separate the family. Listen, What's wrong with that? Well, the, the, the court said it's illegal and you can't do it. So I appreciate it. But, but maybe did, we but should. Did, I got an idea. Did it send what? a good message? Did it send a good message? Okay, this is the part that I agree on. I do believe that we, as a unified country, have to say, no, this is not a way. We're not going to. If you think you're going to come here and work from being, a, being in a, applying for asylum, which is why people are coming here to work. If you think oh, you're going to work. They're coming here to work. That's what every didn't wave I just of, say pimping? Every, every wave of immigrants Did, wants. Didn't I just Do say you pimping? support allowing them to work? Uh, Make not, up your not, mind. Uh, you not, want not, them not, not to be pimps or you want to be workers? Okay, not the way they're coming in. I don't. 
Okay. I don't. So I don't. They can't, so in that case, you're the you're the one who's pimping them then. No, because you're preventing them. Don't from Don't let them come. Don't let them come. Okay, then change the laws. No, the president no, enforced the laws. laws. Change the laws. Your boy, President Biden. Have him, have him enforce the law. Do I have to, again, wait, wait, do, do he, I have to? Wait, 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 where is his vice president in all this, Kamala Harris? Where, where, where is she at in all this? Oh, I can't hear you. Where's the can't, vice president? No, hear it's just the you. first time anyone's ever said, where's the vice president when they're trying to solve right. a problem. But right. go ahead. No, no. But, I, your but, I, but I believe she was the one that was appointed the czar to handle this. Where has she been in all this? I imagine she's been the same place, beating, beating the tar out of Republicans for not doing their jobs. Oh my you love God. the issue, right? You love no, the issue. No, 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 You love no, the pimping no. and the we, locking up the kids. We can't even agree on Kamala Harris, right? Well, Kamala Harris is... She's know. like the biggest joke in America. Okay, you want to change the subject to vice presidents? I'll be glad to talk about Mike Pence if you want. Okay, wait. Oh, boy. You want to talk about... How about we talk about oh, Dan boy. Quayle? Let's do, let's do vice presidents through the years. Who cares who the vice president is? <laughs> except, let, except if Donald Trump gets reelected, because that vice president's going to become president when Donald Trump goes to prison. So, yeah, maybe we should focus more on vice presidents. Donald Trump is not going to maybe prison, it should be, and you know Maybe that. it should be Nikki Haley, who, 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 who tonight claimed not to know that we fought the Civil War because of slavery. You guys are really a mess, you Republicans. I would be talking about, I'd be talking over and over again about immigration, too, if I had your team. We, we've got to take a break. You, you see what you do here, Mr. <laughs> Weiner? Every, from the moment we said good morning, every call line has been consistently <laughs> lit up from all over the country. You see what you do? Yes. Let's, let's, let's take a break. We're in for Frank Morano, Anthony Weiner, Dominic Carter. We're right back, and we're going to go to your telephone calls. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. Mother, mother, there's too many of you crying. Brother, 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 there's far too many. It's clear he's trying to calm me down with the music. That's what he's trying to do, right? And it's working. It's working. Anthony Weiner, Dominic Carter, we're in for Frank Morano. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. The other side of midnight. Let's go to some of the telephone calls. Well, first, I, I just got a text from a friend of mine okay. just asking, are you okay, question mark. <laughs> oh, meaning you? Meaning me. Oh, are you? <laughs> I'm fine, man. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> you know, some of it is. Here we go. Some of it is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let our listeners behind the fourth wall here. Okay. Some of it is that I have a a show on Saturdays here locally in New York called The Middle. It used to be one hour. Now it's two hours. Then I do Left versus Right with Curtis. So like I'm on the air on Saturday, but the rest of the time I'm a legitimate consumer of what goes on here at WABC. I listen. I really do. I'm a big fan of yours. I listen just about Thank every you. day. I'm a fan of yours and. As well. And um, you're dead so, wrong, but, so but I'm a fan I, of yours. So I get a chance to hear all week long what's going on, but I only get a chance to really Respond. talk about it and clap back and to try to clarify. And um, once, you know, so this now, since we have a longer period of time, you and I have a good relationship with one another. We, we have for years. We, yeah, right. And, and you know, and, and frankly, 
notwithstanding the yelling and screaming, you and I probably agree on more stuff than we would probably care to admit. So, but for me, I really do hear a lot of things that are said on the air at places like this that are just not true, that are not truthful. And and so, not that they that that they're not still problems, not that we still don't have to fix them, but are just as a matter of fact not true. So here it is. I have an opportunity based on the feedback we're getting from the callers. And the people posting online, I'm not going to have too many more opportunities. <laughs> That's not true. That's but, not true. But um, but yes, I got a text from a buddy of mine saying, "Just are you okay?" I guess they, they tuned in for a minute. Well, for, heard well, me. I, I am I am going to uh, out you a little bit, Mr. Weiner. Uh, during one of the calls, stood up and was shadow boxing with himself. That's true. So, this is true. so this and, is true. and Tony's in there looking at both of us like we got three heads each. So Tony's trying to figure out what music can I play to calm this guy down a little bit. <laughs> Let's go to Rocco, upstate uh, New York, uh, Saratoga. Good morning, Rocco. At 33 minutes past the hour, what's on your mind? True. Good morning, gentlemen. Definitely good morning. Um, Anthony. Let me ask you a question. Where did you go to school? I went to PS39. Then I went to yeah. then I went to junior high school 51. Then I went to Brooklyn Technical High School. And then I went to the state university. You, you got to be really smart to go to Brooklyn Tech. That's 90% of the reason I have a job here is that John Katsimatidis went to Tech. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, he, he's, he's, he has a soft spot for Brooklyn Tech alumnus. And then I went to the Harvard of Clinton County, New York. I went to Plattsburgh State University College of Arts and Science in the beautiful SUNY system. So I'm, I'm, I'm north of where you are, Rocco. Okay. You're being facetious with Plattsburgh, understood. But anyway, that's cold up there, Canadian border territory, Well, that's right? why I, I, I went there for two reasons. And, and this might, Dominic, this might resonate with Dominic. One is my parents only had enough money to send me to a city or state school. And so I wanted to get as far away from home as possible. So Plattsburgh, I didn't even know. And second, all I cared about was playing hockey at the time. So if they, oh, they, yeah. have, they have a shortage of a lot of things at Plattsburgh. They have no shortage of, of sheets of ice to play hockey on. So that's no. why I went to Plattsburgh. No. Hey, there's plenty of ice up there. It's freezing cold. I mean, it's nice here when it's, uh, you know, below freezing in Saratoga in the winter. We've already had snow. We have Today it's raining. Hey, are they, they going to have the Belmont this year at Saratoga? Yes. That's yes. going to be wild. Two years. We have it. Hokel said, yeah, Hokel Bokel. Don't get me going on her. But anyway, two years. This year, next, June 6th to the 8th, the Belmont in uh, okay, Saratoga. Okay, Rocco, I need, I, need, I need you to get yeah, to the point. Go ahead. Great. June. In June, and then the regular races come back Rocco, middle of July. Rocco, all the way I need you to get to the point. No, that, that, I know. No, that was my hey, fault. That hey, was my see, fault. Hey, the, hey, Dom, you see what he's doing to me, trying to get me <laughs> off top. And, right? and, it, and it worked. Right. But, but Rocco, right. we have a lot okay. of calls, so get to okay. the point, please. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Anthony, you try to reverse engineer things, okay? Not the way to do things. If you looked at him straight forward, you would see WABC 77 Truth, Justice, and the American Way. What you hear on the air is not what you think, but it doesn't mean it's not truthful. Okay? You don't want to accept that because you have a different perspective. What's an example? Right? What's, an an example? What's an example? What's an example? 
examples left and right. I think the call, I think Dominic is giving you plenty of examples. I don't have to give you examples. I could give them to, if I was in the studio this whole time, Anthony, you and I, we would be sparring, except I knocked the hell out of you. No, but what what is the example of something that I... Okay. Hey, don't forget, my uncle was custom model. Mike Tyson is my cousin because he adopted him. So you're not messing with me, dude. All right? I, I'm not, you right I'm not, I, I hope you're not talking about having a physical altercation. I thought you said I said something no, that was incorrect. I'm too damn smart. Okay, if we ever met, at, you know what I'm going to say? I, I shook hands with Anthony. I gave him a hug. And then I'm going to go to the courts and say he sexually molested me. Okay. Even, just, All right. Rocco. And then see what happens. Rocco, I thought, I thought, I thought just that, I thought like late at night. I, I, I thought, Rocco, I appreciate it. I thought late at night, not enough oxygen was getting to my brain. Rocco, Rocco is, he's not in touch with the mothership at this hour, is he? Well, Rocco, Rocco, our friend, thank you for the, uh, for the call. So I'm looking, uh, we spoke to Lisa in Connecticut earlier, and she just sent a uh, tweet. That um that I think applies to you, Mr. Weiner. She says, I have a girlfriend sleeping in her car in Queens, another Jewish woman in Bayside sleeping in the bank. We can't help our own people, Anthony Weiner. These migrants have to stop. How is this administration going to stop them? Twelve thousand five hundred a day. Biden is doing zero, and Lisa just scored on a layup, and now the ball is in your court. Yeah, so we have a mess at the border. Part of the reason that we have this mess is that people have figured out something that's always been in the law and continues to be in the law, that you can come to the United States. Once you're on U.S. land, you can present yourself to a border officer or anyone wearing a uniform and say, I um, request asylum. And then we have a hearing. If you get asylum, you can stay. If otherwise, you leave. Ninety percent of the people who are coming now are not coming for true reasons of, of asylum. Some are. Ukrainians are coming at that border. Some people from war zones, et cetera. But a lot of people are coming for economic reasons. The problem is the system is overwhelmed. We never considered that we would do fifteen, twenty thousand people in a week. It was. It was I wonder created, why it's overwhelmed. It, 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 I just explained. It's I, overwhelmed because of your president. All right, lo, lo, Dominic. I'm going to try this one more time, and I'm going to speak slower. We have a system in this country that every once in a while, every ten, fifteen years or so, gets updated, so that we can have immigrants come to our country because it's the way we've always grown our economy forever, forever. We have not done that process in a very long time, but still, people want to come to this country, particularly now when we have toppled the government of Venezuela, caused hyperinflation, said we're not going to buy their oil, et cetera, et cetera. So more people are showing up at our borders for lots of different reasons. The difference this time, and what, why what, What's the, the number reason? What's the number one reason why they're showing up at the border? The number one reason why they're showing up at the border is, is a great deal of instability in countries in Latin America. No, right the now. number one reason why they're showing up at the border is called pimping. That's why. That's not even. It's a, called. It's called something for free. 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 Yeah, people that's are traveling. Why, that's uh, why they're showing are, up at the border. People are traversing five countries, traveling five thousand miles, spending every single dollar that they have because they want something for free. They want to work, my man. Oh, 
You don't really believe that, do you? Every every group, every group you, you of immigrants, really, Mr. Weiner, you really believe that every group of immigrants that comes you, to this country faces you, the same you, boneheaded you criticism. You really believe that they want to work. I believed it about every wave of immigrants that that's come oh. to come up to now. Has there been a wave of immigrants that's come that hasn't wanted to work, Mr. Weiner? Here, Dominic, come, answer come that question. Now. Come Dominic, on now, Dominic, answer that question. Has there been a wave of immigrants that's come to our country that hasn't wanted to work? Off the top of my head, I don't know. No. But but I can but I can I can see something that's right in front of me. I can see the fact that they as long as you keep putting them up in hotels and, and she can oh, have yeah, the baby got, for they free. Got, they got a wonderful and, life out there. And, and, a wonderful and, life and, in oh, Floyd oh, Bennett oh, Field. Oh, 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 and what about the food, Mr. Weiner? What the culturally appropriate food that they but they won't eat regular food and they throw it. What about that, Mr. Listen, Weiner? You, what about the dry clean not dry cleaning, the, the laundry services? Have they what added, about that? I'm curious, have they added demagoguery as an Olympic event yet? Because you would totally okay. win it. But 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 every but, wave of immigrants the, here is the same crap. The, wait, Every wave did, did is I just the same say, crap. Did I just say anything that's not true? Yes. The city, the, the cities are not spending millions for to clean their clothes. We don't treat the our own homeless this good. Yes, we do. Good. We're, this is not a good thing. These people are not having a good life. Stop it. Wait, they travel they, five thousand miles to get here. They're not having a good life. No. They want to go to work. They want to improve their lives. They, wait, do you really believe? They, Have you seen Floyd Benefield's facilities? Get, they're getting everything for nothing. Have you seen the facilities of Floyd Benefield? It's too good for the situation that they've put us in. I know. I know. It's, it's, it's too good. Do you want them to work? No. Do you want them not to work? No. I don't I want, want them to come. I know unless they come, come legally. I understand. I understand you don't so, want them wh- to come. So, what, so what's wrong with that? Why don't we update the, the immigration laws then? No, well, why, you don't why, don't, why don't your president enforce the border? Like which one? Pick a law that he's not enforcing. Pick one. Anyone. I'm, I'm here you, for it. You, you can't, I'm here for it. You can't. Yeah, here's my phone. You can look up one. I'm here for it. <laughs> you can't come. More people have been. And, and if you do, if you do try to come here, we're going to make your life a living hell. How about that? Okay, exactly how are you going to do that? I'm just curious. The same way Trump did. How did Trump do it? Uh, we'll separate the families. We'll no, put he, your kids he, in a cage. He had to stop doing that because okay. the courts told him he couldn't, and we had to pay those people because okay. we did it. Okay. Any okay. other ideas? Why do we call the bus no, turning no, around no, police no, no, that no, you want to hire? No. Let's get the bus turning around police to do this job. See, I'm glad you returned to my great idea. Yeah, the bus turning around police. Right. That's what Mayor Eric Adams should have did on day one. Can I be the captain of the bus turning around police? You see. By the way, when I climb on the bus, what document am I showing them that gives me the authority? I'm just curious. Um, you have your police standing right by you. No, but what's right? the authority? I hold the document. Okay, okay, You've got okay. to turn around. You, you, want to talk about, you want to talk about legal? Yes. I'm sure it's not legal what Governor Abbott is doing, it was doing, but he's still shipping them here, right? Um, it's not illegal unless he's if he's deceiving them to get – they want to come to New York. So he's, Wouldn't you want to come to New York if you don't have to pay? New York is the capital of the world. There's more people here speak Spanish than any other city. More jobs here, yes. I would want to go to New York. New York's the greatest city on earth. Of oh, course I'd want to go. Come on, Anthony. You cannot – believe half of this nonsense let me ask you this you cannot believe let this. me ask you this if you if you had come here from venezuela right where would you want to go if i had come here from to the yeah, united from venezuela. states legally illegally just you came here where would you want to go if you if you crossed the border i would hope that i paid my own way okay no, but i'm saying but where would you want to go i'd want to go to the best and the brightest there you go right and that's why you should deter them from coming here. That's why you shouldn't make it easy. Wait, what? That's why you should turn the damn buses around. With the turning around police, I know. But what, what, what law exactly are we going to turn them around under? You turn them around under, you're not here in this country legal. Look at what Texas, the law they just passed. Now, it's not going to pass legal muster. Yeah, it's, but, it's already been struck down. Okay, but, 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 but you could try. 
Yeah, rather than welcoming, no, that that costs us more money. Okay, we get sued that okay, way. Okay, you okay. can't. So you think we, it's wise for a law You think it's people. wise to have your immigration commissioner stand out there and welcome them like they've done something good coming to New York illegally? Well, here's what I would say about that. I, I think the, the only point that you made here today that I really agree with is the footing should be that all of us should say loud and clear: No, you're not going to be able to come here and work under the asylum program. That that's mythology. You're not allowed to work under the asylum program. Don't come here. However, the, they know now that they can count on the Republicans not to hire more asylum officers. No. So they have a four-year wait. They understand. A five-year wait. They know the system better. real well. No, no, they know they'll be here at least five years because you guys won't it's put the money up. Pimping. It's called pimping. All right, call it, call it whatever pejorative you want, but they want to come here and stay here. And they know because of the Republicans will never put more hearing officers on the and, bench. And you know what's amazing? You Would have, you do you, that? Let me you, ask you that. You haven't said once this morning that it's not right what these migrants are doing to the American people. You haven't said that once. I believe they are doing what generations and generations of migrants have come to come to, the New, to New York and to the United States for a better life. And every generation, every wave of immigrants is good for the United States, and we do better under we. This country, this city, rather, was saved by immigrants in the Giuliani years. Saved by them, okay. And it was the same baloney that was being spouted by WABC hosts to get good ratings to talk about the animals that they wear fur coats and they don't pay their way. Some of them might even use the word pimping back in the day. Every, I have seen this. I have heard this over and over and over again. That I that I tell that I tell you by the way that the migrants are pimping. Us? I would fix. I would that, fix I these laws. I would fix these laws. I know how to do it. I would do it. And I think two thirds of the Congress would agree with me. It's only people who want this issue that say no. Let's not fix this problem because we want to beat up on 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 on, on Joe Biden. Two calls I want to take. <laughs> One says uh, Denise. Long Island, New York, she doesn't like your attitude. The other one, Chris, on Long Island, New York, talking about crime, right? So let's go to Chris first on line five. Good morning, Chris, and welcome to the other side of midnight. Frank Marano has the morning off. Anthony Weiner here with myself, Dominic Carter. Good morning. Hey, Chris. Hey, guys. Uh, quickly, uh, Anthony, okay. I don't know. I might have told you on this on your show before. Okay. Just because... You're claiming crime is down in New York just because it's not reported. You know how many crimes go unreported? And just let, just hear me out. I told you this story. I take this subway every morning from Wall Street, okay? I see tons of people jumping over the turnstiles, going through the doors all the time. Nobody pays for their fares down there. It's insane. I went up to Grand Central. I spoke to the cops up there. I had a lengthy discussion with them. I said, can you please put someone down there? My subway fare just went up. We lost $700 million in the MTA, okay? You know what the cops told me? I swear to God. They said, Chris, there's nothing we can do about it. We write tickets out. We try. There's nothing we can do about it, okay? It's just inevitable. That's really, that's what they told me, 100%, okay? Those are crimes. Those are legitimate crimes. And I'm going to tell you something. I got arrested for fare evasion 30 years ago. I got arrested. I had to go through time and everything. I, it was a legitimate crime back then. I'm just saying, just because things don't get reported doesn't mean they don't exist. And that's what's going on. So many unreported crimes. The police force is way down in the city. I walk the city all the time. I know everything about New York City, okay? And I agree with Dominic, okay? You know, people don't stand near the subway uh, platforms anymore, by the way, because they're afraid to get pushed in. You see it. 
there's a real fear down there, okay? And, you know, it, no one's dumping on your city. I love New York City more than anybody. But you have to be reasonable about this now, okay? I'm in the city all the time, and there, there is crime that goes on. You can't go into a Walgreens. These stores are shutting down left and right. People steal. And, oh, you get back out on the street. What about the Democratic policies of no that's, cash bail? That's Mr. You know, Chris, you're so accurate. That's Mr. Weiner's Democratic friends. You know, you, you, you have Walgreens shutting down across America, CVS. You can't even go buy toothpaste because of your Democratic friends that say, oh, let the criminals be. They grew up a horrible life. Don't blame them. It's not their fault. Black Lives Matter. You got the floor, Mr. Weiner. Uh, Chris, I agree with you. We have, too, we have too much fare evasion. We should put in those. I see it all the time also, but that is reported. They, they know because the people leave going out to turnstiles, so we know exactly how much it is. It's a ton of money, and I think the cops should, should uh, crack down on fare evasion. I know, but you, 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 you just glossed over the, uh, the, we have to go the, to drug, the I... drug stores. You do, okay, you want to wait on the other side? For, yeah, because because I'm, I'm Chris not... brought up a good point about the drug stores that are shutting down because of shoplifting, because of your Democratic mm, friends. No one's shutting down because of shoplifting. What, so why are they shutting down? They're shutting down because there are way too many of them. There's one on every corner. They have terrible real estate places. And so, these, so these, even, these though they cite, even though they CVS cite shoplifting, going, even I, though they cite shoplifting, half of San Francisco shutting down because of shoplifting. Yeah, You're going to tell me that's not true? There's a lot of shoplifting going on. but uh, And why is that? Well, mostly because of the fentanyl crisis. Because of your Democratic friends. My Democratic friends are not the CEOs of CVS and everything else. And Dwayne Reed was closing down long before we had any, any of this crisis. But yeah, I, I I don't want people skipping uh, skipping the fares anyway. And by the way, that's why we have congestion pricing to pay for for more um, uh, for uh, for turnstiles that can't be jumped. And and I'm looking in the studio and Tony's throwing his hat all over the place because we're going past the break. I so. went short. You said is that all you want to say? <laughs> so, I can't so, win with you guys. So, so so let's go to the break. We'll be right back. The other side of midnight. Side at Midnight with Frank Morano. I shot Sheriff. I did not shoot the dead. I shot Sheriff. But I didn't shoot the dead. And we are back. Frank Morano has the morning off. Anthony Weiner, Dominic Carter here with you on the other side of midnight. I mentioned Denise, Long Island, New York. Let's go to her. Good morning, Denise. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you. Anthony, Anthony I'm not going to try to discuss immigration with you. I'm not going to try to discuss anything political with you whatsoever. I caught part of your program today. I don't listen to you because of your attitude. Although I caught the part that you're on with Curtis today. Curtis made a very good point. And he said that and what I heard was that he thought it was a good idea that you be on this radio program. Because you're a Democrat and it's good to have differences of opinions in order to discuss them. The problem with you is that you put on your war gear 
when you get on this program at night. And you're not open to discussion. You're open to one thing. It's your way or the highway. Now, you want to call it democratic. You want to call it Anthony's way. You want to call it whatever you want. I don't want to have a discussion with you. There's, there's difference of opinion within families, between husbands and wives, between brothers and sisters and such. But what's most important is that there needs to be a common ground of communication with respect and open to different ideas and to come to some kind of common ground. With you, that isn't possible. And I think it shows highly with this program when you, when you put your war gear on and it's your way or the highway. So people don't like talking to you. They don't like your attitude because call yourself a Democrat, call yourself an independent, call whatever you want. But if you think there's been a major exodus from New York City because people want to tan in Florida, you've got to take a course. You need a course in communication, to be honest with you, because you don't know how to communicate. You don't respect people's other views. You don't want to listen. You don't want to, to discuss. You're, you don't, you're not open to different ideas. And that's a negative. Every single host on this radio program handles their station differently. The one thing they all have in common is that they have respect for the callers that call in and they have a discussion. Do they always agree? Absolutely not. They handle their calls in different manners and different ways. But the one thing is that there's always a difference of opinion. But with you, it always has to be confrontational. And if you haven't gotten the, the message yet, that people don't like that. They're open to discussion. They're open to different ways of thinking and different politics. But they're not open to somebody that is hardcore, one way only, and everybody else is out in left field and doesn't even know what they're talking about. So that's, that's, what, that's the only reason why I'm calling in, because I would not lower myself because I don't respect you. I don't respect you because you don't respect anybody else except your way of thinking. And that's not a positive thing. And if Mr. Casamitidis doesn't see that, then I think he should have a talk with you. Because I think it's very obvious that people that call into this radio station, call into different hosts, and the one thing they all have in common is they have a conversation. They have a difference of opinion, but they have a conversation. And the common denominator is respect. And you don't know how to spell it. That's all I have to say to you. Well, thanks for calling, Denise. I really appreciate your thoughts. That that's it. I, 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 she said she doesn't respect me and wants me to be a different type of combatant in these debates. I, I, she's entitled to that. She's entitled to that view. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Denise, for the uh, call. Anthony Weiner, Dominic Carter here with you. We're about to start our number four, but let's go uh, Domin- to Dominic. Yes, sir. Isn't this the part of the program where you jump in and say how 
an excellent co-host I am, and that the oh. my, and that my and and that I am respected by you, and that yes. and that many yes. callers like kind of a little bit of of back and forth, and yes. that I'm helping yes. to keep you awake, yes. and that I'm actually a yes. nice person. Yes, yes. So go so, ahead. So, so please let me, go so, ahead. So let me Thank go you. ahead, uh, Mr. Weiner. You want is, me to write some some of these notes down for you, so you can just yeah, read? Yeah, As a matter of fact, yeah. I prepared a full script that you can just read from. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Weiner is a nice guy, and. Um, and uh, he will listen. He's hard-headed, and he thinks he's right, and he knows that his Democratic friends are wrong, but he's never going to admit to that. But he is a good guy, and he does listen. And um, This is pretty tepid so far, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're just expecting more. I should, I gotta, all right, here's what we do. Let's, we should go to our break. Yeah, and write and it then, down. And then in our final hour of the show, I will write you a lengthy script of yes, nice things to say the, about and me. And then I can just say it verbatim, word for word. When we come back, we're going to go to Rick in Pennsylvania. More of your calls. You can reach Anthony Weiner and myself at 800-848-9222. The final hour of The Other Side of Midnight is coming back. But you know what, folks? I'm going Dominic Carter style. He's going to get it. Mr. Weiner is going to get it because he's wrong on immigration. He's wrong on talking about tourism is great in New York. He's entitled to his views. He's entitled to his views, right? Right, Mr. Weiner? Right? I am entitled to be right. Yes, that's true. (laughs) Someone has to be. Someone has to be. (laughs) Folks, we are coming right back with you and your telephone calls. We see all the comments you're putting on my Twitter. You can reach me at Dominic TV. We will be right back. This is The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. They're running a strange program, y'all. Now, here's Frank Morano. Final hour of the other side of midnight. Frank Morano has the morning off. You have Anthony Weiner and myself, Dominic Carter, with you. I mentioned the telephones. We're going to get to as many calls as possible. Uh, we're going to talk about Iowa. What do we think is going to happen in Iowa, New Hampshire, and so on? We already know that Trump is headed to the nomination and back to the White House, but we'll see how Mr. Weiner feels all the, the rest of this will uh, shake out. In terms of the presidential race, we do agree that Trump is headed back to the White House, correct, Mr. Weiner? Headed to the big house? I mean, I don't know if he's. I said the White I'd House. I prefer to call it prison. I or said a, the White House. Or an institution of the reform. White House. The White House. Anyway. He's got a chance. He, he has he has a, a box. He has a, what is the expression? A fighter's chance. He has a chance. I, I wouldn't. And, I, and I, how about Biden? I think it's going to be one of the two of them. Yep, I think we've got an hour town. let's go to rick in the great state of uh, pennsylvania good morning rick you are on the other side of midnight what's on your mind here we go i'm going to just read the summary here very quickly it's got to be quick i I, don't wait when when people say rick wait 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 rick 
when people say they're going to start reading, it gets me very, very well, nervous. Okay, well, please, let me just tell it. That's why. I'm okay, as long as it's quick. If it goes longer article than 15 four, seconds, I'm going to interrupt you. Four of the Constitution states the U.S. will protect each state from invasion. However, Article 1, Section 10 of the Constitution also states that states cannot engage in war without Congress's consent. Unless they are actually invaded. Okay, so what's your point? What's your point? What's your point, Rick? I I would have appreciated more if you would have just stated it. But what's your point? Texas is being invaded. The government in Washington will not protect Texas. Therefore, Texas must defend itself. It is being invaded. You know, I got got to agree with, with Rick on that. Go ahead, Rick. That's exactly what's happening. Rick is right, Mr. Weiner. Texas is being invaded. And, and Rick, you're still with us live on the conversation. Uh, what, what do you say yeah. to that? So, uh, yeah, I mean, Texas is a border state. I'm not sure I, I'm not sure I get either of your points. Yes, it, Texas, Texas, is a, is in, Texas is protecting itself. Texas is trying to protect itself, but Biden interferes with, the, with his lawyers. That's what's happening. Well, no, actually, more, it, it, this has been tried before. This guy named Arpaio tried this before. It's the responsibility. You guys are trying to destroy this country because you're why? letting why? millions why? of people into the country. Why do you think that's happening? Why do you believe that anyone would want that to happen, destroy our country? Why do you think? Well, can't because we you just want power. You want power. But how does that is power? But but wait, Your this is party wants. Power. But but Rick, your party is not Rick, an American Rick, party. Rick, it's take, an international party. Rick, take a breath here. I've heard this said before, and maybe Dominic believes it too. My party wants to destroy the country by having horrible immigration laws that are, are making us less likely to get elected. It doesn't make any sense. Immigration is a big drag on the Democratic Party. This is hurting Joe Biden. This is hurting Democrats. Why would we want this? It makes no sense. I don't give you. I don't understand it. Do you understand it, Dominic? Well, the the logic, and I I think Rick uh, can argue his own point. Rick, you're still with us live. But the logic goes that Democrats are letting migrants in because they hope that they're going to be allowed to register to vote and that they'll be thankful to Democrats for allowing them into the country and will vote Democratic. Well, but, but let's just look at the facts. More Hispanics have been registering and voting in Texas as Republicans than any time before. That's why Democrats haven't been able to win. And as far as the people that are coming in, they're, they left Venezuela. They left a socialist country. Why would they come here and vote Democrat? They, they had nothing but bad experiences with that. Now, they might do it now because you Republicans have been so mean about immigrants. But it makes no sense. And by the way, we always hear this. When the, when the immigrants came here um, to New York City from the former Soviet Union, we thought, oh, my God, they're going to be so interested in, 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 in more expansive rights here. They're going to vote. No, they supported Republicans because they remembered Ronald Reagan. Immigrants come and vote the way the rest of the country does. None of this makes any sense. The bottom line here is, and Rick confirms it, and Dominic confirms it unwittingly earlier, you like having this issue. It's so easy to yell and scream about. I am offering, I offered without any comment from Dominic, a four-point thing on that we can all agree a way to fix the immigration system. Now, why doesn't that happen? It's because within the Republican Party, there is this. There is a group that has zero tolerance for anything to do with immigration, and they're stopping the whole country from making progress. Rick, but, we, but Democrats don't want this issue. This is terrible hey, for hey, us. Hey, Rick, did Mr. Weiner answer your question? No. Well, are you done with your comment? Each, each state, Texas is protecting itself from being invaded. That's a physical fact. 
and your party is fighting this. What my party? What do you mean? Down there in Texas. Texas the is set. Party hey, Rick, fight. first, Rick, can I correct something? It's the Democratic Party. I don't call your party the Republic Party. The Demo- in fact, I call it the Democrat Party. All right, I call it the Repcrat. What do we do? What, what kind of silly game? Does this go on over on the overnight all the time? Like people don't know the names of the parties? The, the, I know the, the name of the party. Hey, Rick, Rick, I got lectured by the Denise. Democrat Pick Party. There you go. I got lectured by Denise for not being the patient Democrat enough. Democrat Pick Party. All right, Rick, I get the emphasis you're putting on tick. What do you say? And I was criticized by – I was criticized – we're all getting a little punchy right now. I was criticized by Denise by not being by not being pleasant enough. So let me be warm and first of all wish you a happy holiday season and now try to answer your question. Look, if te- Texas's strategy for dealing with this problem, as we've been talking about all night here, is to send busloads of migrants to New York, that's how they're dealing with the problem. Now, I think it's a – Silly way to deal with the problem. No, but that, no that's not that's not how Texas is dealing. Texas has been so fed up, Mr. Weiner, and so abused year after year after year with uh, with governors and with mayors and governors in northern states claiming that the problem of uh, immigration and migrants is so easy to solve and why are border states so up Let me ask and you on. How come El Paso is a democratic city? How come a border city is democratic? What's your point? My point is they're at the front line of immigration, and they vote overwhelmingly Democratic. Why do you think that is? I don't know, but— I'll tell you why. Shall I I tell you and Denise and Rick? The answer is because they realize that that immigration is good for the economy. It's good for their economy. I don't think any border city is going to state that. I really don't. You don't have to keep reaching for your phone no, to show I, I, me a fact. I, I just want to look up. I'm, I'm curious myself whether whether El Paso has a Democratic mayor. I'm just going to look it up. Uh, hey, hey, Rick, in letting you go, Mr. Weiner did wish you a happy new year. So so you guys are off to a positive start, right? All the best. You oh, as well, Look pal. at that. Look you at that. Well. Look at that. We're making progress. We are. We are making progress. Let's go to Norman, line five. Good morning, Norman. You are Good on morning, the other gentlemen. side of they- midnight. Yes, unlike Denise, I, I, I have never actually spoken to Mr. Weiner, but I actually like Mr. Weiner. I actually like the way he speaks to people. I do find him respectful. I don't agree with him in the in the slightest on things. But but uh, anyway, I just wanted to say that, you know, when, Anthony, when you, when you compare immigration, what we're going through today versus uh, the immigration experience of many years ago, it, it, it's a very different experience. I mean, my, um, I'll give you an example. My mom came here from Austria in 1939, a Jew in Austria being, you know, they were killing people all over the place. And um, anyway, for my mother to come to America, she had to have a sponsor. So um, she, had to, she had an uncle who, who, you know, had to guarantee that he would pay for all her expenses and, and her sister. And they came here under a quota. And, um, and my mother almost immediately had to go to work. Um, you know, I mean, working in, in my, my great uncle's bathing suit factory in Brighton Beach. And, and it, was, it was different because, and, and Anthony, you know, to give Anthony, it, a lot of this is because of the 65 Immigration Act, the changes that came with that. Because previous to that, 
for an immigrant to come here, they had to have a job. They had to they had to have a sponsor. They had to have somebody paying for them. And and you know, I mean, a lot of this, you know, you know, Dom, a lot of this is that that sixty five immigration act. You know, which uh, Steve always calls from. You know, Steve from Manhattan. He always calls up and goes, you know, go Buchanan, go, and all that. You know. And, you know, but, uh, you know, with, with, you know, with his trollish manner, but, you know, uh, he's right. I think a lot of this ha- does have to do with the changes that came in 65, which I think they, they changed the Immigration Act basically because of Cuba. And, you know, and so then if you just stepped on the, the ground, you were entitled to entitled to stay. So, you know, I, I, I you know, I, 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 I wish there would be changes um, and we're going to have problems un- unless they do change that. But, you know, it wasn't like that. Uh, you know, I, I had a cousin, a, a, cu- a cousin of my mom who came, he also from Austria and he, he got to Canada under their laws and he tried to come into the United States. Well, when he came into the U S he was deported back to Canada and, you know, and anyway, because com- Canada was a commonwealth with England, he eventually made his way to England and he lived out his life in England, uh, a happy life. But I- I'm just saying, you know, uh, America was not always like that. And by the way, the president of the United States, when my mom came here, was a Democrat. So, you know, I, you know, there, 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 there was a time when it was a lot less mad. And that's my opinion on that. Well, Norman, I, I appreciate it. Your, your your family's history and mine are not terribly dissimilar. And throughout the history of the United States, we have had different postures around immigration. Early on, when my grandparents, my great-grandfather came here at the turn of, of the century, um, at, at, the, at the turn of the 1900s, we wanted people to come here. We needed someone to settle the country, to, to work in the country. We needed workers. And so it was a much more liberal thing. The point I'm making and I made earlier is that every so often, just by virtue of a changing country, we need to update our immigration laws. And it was never been easy, but there's always been kind of like this coalition that is formed. Remember, it's the left that has always had problems with seasonal workers, for example. The farm workers union strongly opposed companies like like Dell and others from from bringing in region of farm workers temporarily. We've then had we had controversy over bringing in tech workers. We have controversy around it, but we always did it because the Republicans had a center of gravity in their party, a pro-business center of gravity that said, you know what? Immigration helps our economy. And so we always were able to do deals like the one I described earlier where everyone gives a little bit. I 100 percent agree that our laws need to be updated. And I've said this a few times now and I'll say it again. In that the, the, the asylum law that is being used and abused without any doubt is only in that status because we don't have a legal immigration policy right now. We need one. We need someone to say, if you want to come in and work, here's how you do it. Asylum was meant for 20 or 30 or 40 people at a and, time, not 15,000 at a time. And while – thank you for the call, Norman. While you're stating this, we both know that large caravan is en route to the United States as we speak. 
as we speak. There's a lot of people who want to come here, no doubt about it. Listen, to, by the way, we had one in 2019 also and, and why, on, on, and, under under and, Trump. And, and I, I, I hate to repeat this, but why why do they want to come here, Mr. Weiner? They want to come. First of all, they're, they're making this very treacherous, long, and very expensive trek because. Oh. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, if that's not bleeding heart liberal, I don't know what I is. I don't understand. You don't, you're asking me why they're coming. Right. I'm but, already, but you're, but you're telling, me, you're telling me this story about, oh, it's long and dangerous to get here. Why is that the my point, problem? The point I'm making, you ask me why they're coming, and then right. I start to tell you why they're coming, and you ask me why it's your problem. It's not your problem. Don't ask me questions okay, if you don't want the answer. Okay, right. But, but, but you're giving me a loaded answer in terms of a long and dangerous trip here. I'm trying to make the point to our listeners that it's very difficult and they're going through a lot to get here so they're obviously something motivating them can i continue now uh, yes please so they want to come here for economic reasons period no. they they oh. have a collapsed economy in venezuela mm. most of mm. these go ahead i don't go know ahead. You're, you're heckling me and i'm not really <laughs> no, sure what point you're no, making are no, you think because, that i'm not what no, i'm saying no, is not no, true no 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 because i love what you just said it's really great what? which part uh, the, by the, the way i'm the, glad you love something the, i said tonight the, but which part they're coming here for economic reasons. I mean, let's call it for what it is. Let's let's be real about it. Yeah, they're coming here for economic reasons. Yeah, That's they, what they, it is. They want money. I don't understand. Go ahead, tell me. I, I usually I know what point you're making. This time I don't know what your <laughs> what your point is. The the point I'm making is that you know the real reason why they're coming here to sleep at Floyd Bennett Field. To sleep in hotels in, in Midtown Manhattan and, and, not, and not pay a dime and for it. And to sleep at Floyd Bennett Field. And to get the health care and, and to have the kids go to the uh, and school And so system. when they're going and becoming d- d- uh, 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 delivery people and when they're going and standing at corners looking for work, that has nothing to do. So this is a whole new – Wait, every wait. We other, both know. Every other Mr. wave Wiener, of immigrants has come here to work, but not Mr. this Wiener, one. Mr. Wiener, we both know we would not enjoy – if we lived in Marine Park, we would not enjoy migrants knocking on our door all day begging for money. Right? We both know that, right? I, I, I don't think any migrant enjoys begging for money either. Wait. So you're not sympathizing with the homeowners? You're sympathizing, sympathizing with the migrants? I'm sympathizing with everyone involved in that situation. They shouldn't be at Marine Park at a Floyd Bennett Field. They shouldn't have to. They should be allowed. So where should they, they should, be? Where should they be? If it were up to me? Yes. I would have them held at the border and have quick hearings to turn them around if they're not eligible. By the way, do you know how about this for a problem? You don't think our laws need to be updated? Do you know we don't have relations with the government of Venezuela that we couldn't even deport them back to Venezuela if we wanted to? Are you aware of that? I was not. Yeah. We have no place to deport them. Well, you don't have, yeah, to, de- you don't have to deport them if you don't let them in. I get that. But they're here. They're here lawfully. There's a process. And in, they're, right not, now- they're not here lawfully. But you, you could say that. You could say that a hundred more times. But and you you well, can bang your this? feet how all morning long. Here, here's I, I have an idea, Dominic. <laughs> Go ahead. You tell me the 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 document I can show you. Norman just explained it to you. Where the the history and the law. You tell me what document I, I can I show you. I don't do well I've with history a, lessons. I've got a magic device here. It's a magic device. It has every law in the United States of America on my phone. If I show you the law. Are you capable, as this demagogue who talks about immigration like every other – I have heard it for generations. You have not said one original thing about immigration. I've heard it for generations. Mm. Oh, they're living off the land. They're living off mm. of us. They're committing crimes. They're using food stamps. They're wearing fur coats. Can I t- at least the, get the, some original material? But did I say something that wasn't true? 
Yes, everyone says that about immigration, and then those immigrants. Look, I could read you from this report the, the, the from Rudy poor, Giuliani. The poor, the poor immigrants, how, how, right? The, the poor immigrants, right? No, we're, I mean, we, poor, we're, poor rich for having, we're rich for having immigration in our country. You might have forgotten that. Maybe oh. uh, maybe you came here, in, uh, uh, maybe you were one of the indigenous people here. All of our people came here, yours and mine, and they said this sh- crap about us too. Right. No, notice I haven't taken the bait each time you've said that. Uh, I have no idea morning. your immigration story. Right. For all I know, you are Native American, and I'm and I'm making a fool of myself. You were here first. <laughs> you know, let's. I had let's, you pegged for a lot of things. I did not have you pe- pegged for Navajo or whatever you are. Let's uh, let's go back to the uh, telephone call. So so let's see. You select either Chris in the Catskills in New York State or Lance in New Jersey. Which one first? Uh, let's go to Chris. I haven't heard from Chris in a while. All right, Chris, good morning. You are on the other side of midnight. What's on your good mind? Good morning, gentlemen. There's a few things going on here. Number one, the size of our country isn't, is getting too big for the ability of our government structure to manage our country. Our government is a mess right now. Take any and every department and subcomponent of governmental systems, and none of them would get a grade higher than a D. I mean, what's what's the best government service out there right now? Even Social Security is horrible. I saw a piece on 60 Minutes a couple months ago about it. Uh, a D, one, any one particular area of government might even struggle to get a grade at D. People in Congress the system in the House of Representatives is broken. The two-year election cycle, all they do is campaign and raise money. My two area congressmen, Mark Molinaro, Pat Ryan, they're popular, relatively speaking, more so with their party, but yet they get in there and they can't do anything because all they're doing is campaigning and raising money. Nobody's passing good legislative laws to mitigate problems like this. Well, they're, they're too busy doing all that. As far as the immigration issue goes, um, the problem with recent waves of generational immigrants primarily coming from south of the border, they don't seem to want to uh, abide by like societal rules and norms to the same level as our grandparents and our great-grandparents and our great-great-grandparents did. Case in point, Maricopa County in Arizona, the for the last 20 years, the rate of murder indictments is like 90% or greater for undocumented immigrants coming from Mexico in that part of Arizona. I can tell you locally in all different parts of the Catskills over the last 20 years, they've had to shut down swimming holes and hiking trails because there's caravans of, they're primarily Puerto Rican and Portuguese. They come up from New Jersey. They bring like minivans full of nuclear families where they might bring 20 people. They'll camp out for two or three days in these hiking trails and swimming holes. The level of garbage that they have left behind has forced the local and state governments to basically put barricades over all the parking spots, which in effect has closed down these tourism draw areas. So it, it gets back to my point. But if if we can elect good legislators and change the system, maybe a three-year terms for House of Representatives is a start. 
Well, Chris, thank you for the call. You made some wonderful points. And uh, Mr. Weiner, you know, I we've got to take a break. I don't want Tony to throw his hat again because we're late. But uh, Chris just made some great points about how this is not working. And I know you, it's a kumbaya moment for you when it comes to migrants. But for the rest of us, we're barely, we're barely making it. We're barely making it as, as you're offering the uh, gravy train to uh, migrants. I want to read to you before I go to a break here. Lisa Pure, our friend in uh, Connecticut, what she just uh, posted on Twitter. She says, my Christmas was spent working to put my friend sleeping in her car in a hotel room because no one was helping her. I'm trying to get her more help and helped her sign up for Uber to get her on her feet. We need to help our own people. I think a presidential candidate and a former president called that America first. Do you recall that? Let me let me respond to Chris. But do, do we are we up against a break? Yeah, we are. We so are. let's let's. I, Chris made some points that were interesting that I, I want to address, and uh, maybe we'll do that on the other side of the break. But I thought that was an excellent call. The other side of midnight with Frank Morano. Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. And we are back. The final 30 minutes of the other side of midnight. Dominic Carter here with Anthony Weiner. We are filling in for Frank Morano, who has a well-deserved day off. And the music just hit me, Anthony. It was good. Boom. You know, boom. Boom. So you wanted to uh, make a point. Chris had a great, look, Chris had a great call. He had had a lot of stuff that he covered. But one of the things that he said, uh, you know, he he posited that, you know, there's no part of government that's particularly popular. And that's kind of always been the case. I mean, I was just thinking about it. Probably Medicare is the most popular. They do a survey every year, 1.5 percent of it's very low overhead and people generally like it very much. Seniors but but like I'm curious, it. which party has the presidency right now? You said you said all parties. You said all parts of government. Not popular. No, no, I'm, I'm saying so, that. But, but no, I'm asking you which which party has the divi- presidency. It's it's the divi- oh. Oh, well, Washington's divided. Right, no, but which party owns the presidency right now? Democrats do. Oh, Are you being, you oh, not know that? Or is that oh, you're just being rhetorical? Uh, right, right, sort of rhetorical. When, you right. say, when you're basically saying government there, doesn't work, I'm saying it's your party that's in charge. Oh, no, no, I, I'm saying that it's time immemorial. People say, oh, my God, I'm unsatisfied. No, no one ever stands up and says, you know, stops you in the street. Oh, my God, I'm so happy with how government is going nowadays. But I will say this. I think it has gotten particularly bad. For one reason that has changed since the time I was in Washington. Since in, the re- in recent years, there are more and more people that are going to Washington to stop things from happening. We saw that with the Republican Party in the, in the House of Representatives this year. That people came to Washington and they wound up getting very little done because they were more concerned about throwing out their speaker and things like that. That's a little bit of a change. There used to be kind of a governing center in, in Washington, the fringe of the left and the fringe of the right would do their thing, but the center would kind of govern. That doesn't happen enough. I don't think changing the terms in office 
will change that much. I do think that there's something else that's happening. Now with, with social media and the internet and everything, people arguing and being negative is a much more common thing than people saying, no one ever stops a police officer and says, hey, officer, I want to thank you. I didn't get mugged today. That never happens. Well, it happens with me. I'm sure it happens well, with you. Well, good for you. I mean, I think that's that's great. I, actually, I said this once on my show, and my mom texted me and says, I always do that. I always say thanks to the police officers. Maybe some people do that. But I'm saying, generally speaking, government, you notice when things go wrong. When a pipe blows up on 3rd Avenue, you're like, how come they didn't invest more in infrastructure? So I think Chris is on something that there is this lack of confidence in government. But I also think that it's something that always exists. There's this this oldest, the oldest edict in the book is Congress is unpopular, but people's congressmen they like, okay. and 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 that's and and I think that's true today. Okay, but I want to return to Lisa's tweet because I I think it was on point, and I think you completely ignored it here. I want to re- read it again. My Christmas was spent working to put my friend sleeping in her car in a hotel room because no one was helping her. I'm trying to get her more help and help her sign and helped her sign up for Uber to get her on her feet. We need to help our own people. I think we should expand the social safety net. Do you? When it, well, that that that's a loaded question and it's a big question. What, what I mean, how what exactly are you talking about? We know what all of us know have, what safety net means. I think we but, should have universal health care. We should increase food stamps for kids. I think we should make it easier for people to get access to recovery services. Oh, all of those and, things. And then what about the money that we don't have as a country? Oh, so you disagree you with with no, Lisa's posture? No, no, no. What I'm, 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 what I'm saying I'm is here. what I'm saying is no. I don't think you're with Lisa. You want to take? She wants what? to take care of people. I want to take care of people. No, you're no, like, no, 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 like, no, no, no. We have no, money no, to no, give no, tax no, cuts no, to no, billionaires, no, but we don't have, tax, no, we don't have money no, for this. No, 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 The point I'm trying to make that you just glossed over, there was one presidential candidate that resonated greatly because he came out the gate and said America first. Do you recall who that candidate was? Uh, I was started, you mean in, in the 1930s, in the 1940s? No. America <laughs> first was not invented by, <laughs> did Donald Trump did not invent America first. Okay. You know. Well, he's the most recent one that used it. What does it and mean? Why don't you explain it to me? What it means is... How about poor people in America first? How about that? Do we believe that? Or only billionaires in America first? I One, you'd have to define poor people. No, someone sleeping in their car. Should we, should we get them more services? Of course we should. I agree with you. Should we get them better health care? Yes. I agree with you. Should, what, we get them, should, should, we, should we get them um, resources so they can feed their kids? What about the middle class? Uh, I agree with all those things. I agree with the middle class and people struggling to make it. Okay. But, but you're who more, got the tax but, cut on, under but, Donald Trump? But your friends are more concerned with letting migrants in. And they're eating up all the resources. I don't dollars. know. If you look at the people who support the migrants and the people that support expanding food stamps, you get a pretty good overlap, I think. Do you want to expand food stamps so, 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 so kids don't go hungry at night? How about this? Yes. How about this? Not that the Republicans. How, how Maybe you're on our side how, on that how one. How about this? There are people losing their homes every day, and migrants get a free ride with an apartment. What do you mean you think, losing? You think it? That's what do you mean right? losing? I, I, in I, foreclosure. In foreclosure, Mr. We should Wiener. definitely provide more help to people to find housing. I agree. Let's build okay. some housing. Okay, but but how about you support this? support that? But, but how about this? Rather than spending that money on migrants, spend it on Americans. So, so you, you, you support more so money. you're not going to answer my question. I'm doing it right now. This is the words. I'm saying words out of my mouth. What do you mean I'm not answering so you? So you would support having more U.S. tax dollars spent on housing, right? And, so and, would I. And, and 89% less on migrants. So, so hey, do, hey. do you agree with that? I don't want to 89% less on migrants. I don't. 
Can you answer my question? 89% less on my Right, than what we're currently spending. How about that? Yeah, I say let them work because support themselves. Do you, do you support that? Let no, them support themselves. No, come in the country, so you, come in the country legally you still first. Haven't, you still haven't closed that circle for me. You don't want to let them work and you oh. don't want to let them not work. Well, we, We've been at this for, I think, two hours. You haven't answered that question, though. Get, tell me, would you rather have them work or not work? Don't come in the country okay, illegally. Okay, but now that they're here, work or don't work? Go back to where you belong. Well, they're here legally now. No, no, they're, they're not here legally. All right, that Go back it. to where you belong. That does it. <laughs> that does it. I hate to he's, do this to you. He's, he's pulling up his phone. I hate to. I, he's going to pull up a law. You know, we, we, we have. Look Are at the asylees here legally? Let's hear what. Uh, put, it, put it on speaker. I forgot to press it. Really? Put that, it on that's speaker. too risky. First of all, <laughs> okay. you're the first person to say, Anthony Weiner, put your phone on speaker in front of a microphone in a long time. I'd rather not, thank you. Oh, anyway, let's, 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 let's go. We, we're, all, we're almost at our final, our final group. Why don't, we, why don't we bang out some calls, and I'll try to keep my answers quick. Okay, let's go to uh, Marianne in Queens, New York. Good morning, Marianne. What's on your mind? Good morning. I'm going to start by just uh, trying to answer what this uh, gentleman say about poor, poor people. I am one of them. Uh, in 2019, at the end, Donald Trump had, in those, that year, non-fault employment, 152.2 million. Industrial employment, 33.2 million. And the unemployment rate. Marianne, Marianne, wait, we, we have a, a lot of calls. You got to get to your point yeah, but quick. Let me, let, but no, I can't, I can't I Marianne, was, I can't let you go on with stats. We uh, Every phone line is lit, let's, let's and we have 20 minutes left. Okay, okay. Let's forget about that. All right. Let's go to the immigrants, okay? We do have laws for immigration, okay? There's 675,000 visas per year. And not limits on the annual admission of parents. Marianne, it, it sounds like you're reading something. Can you make your point, Marianne? Because I have to move well, on to I other to calls. You, no, because what happened is that, this, that uh, Mr. Winner, he comes with documents to you. So I'm just well, Mr. Weiner, Mr. Weiner, okay, Mr. Weiner is a co-host of the program. Okay. okay. But but let me let me explain. Marianne, Marianne, I don't want to cut you off. You're not hearing me. We have a lot of calls and we have 19 minutes left. You've but got to make your point. But you're reading stuff to me, Marianne. You're reading and it's hard to understand you. Please make oh, okay, your point. Okay. I am not reading. I'm just explaining what the laws of the immigration are. Because the point that I'm disputing is that this man, we don't have immigration law. We do have, okay, each year, okay, we have a, a number of um, exiles, right? And they, the president is supposed to consult with the Congress to a number of ex- people exiled from other countries before they come here. They are not supposed to come here as an invasion. It's that the president is not following the order of what his position and the Congress is. He has to consult the Congress. I know, Marianne. Marianne, Mar- I appreciate That's it. I appreciate it, Marianne. I also love how whenever you quote statistics about Donald Trump, you stop in 2019 as if 2020 didn't happen. But you're right. What you read. Yes, what you read. Go to Postman at Wixhaw. Marianne, Marianne, Go Marianne. to Postman at Wixhaw. Okay. You are the one that is lying so much because you are a Trump hater. But you know nothing. And you think that people don't know. 
They Ma just have to look for the information. Yeah, I okay? know. I've been trying to that get. I've been trying to get. Done. I've been trying you to get Dominic. I've been trying to get Dominic to look at the law for like three hours now. It's impossible. But let me let me answer your question. You're right. The president is supposed to consult with Congress, and they're supposed to change these laws. And it hasn't happened. And you know, sometimes, for example, we need more H one visas to to do te to do technical jobs. Sometimes we need agriculture workers. Sometimes we need. This has to be updated. And Congress can't just try to beat the drum and say Donald Trump, uh, Donald Trump is better than Joe Biden. Let's go to the election. We, we're going to have an election in 2024. Don't worry. We're going to get to it. But now can we govern a little bit? Let's take what Chris said in the last call. Let's govern a little bit. The two parties get together and try to fix this. I read four points that, that were non-controversial. If they did those four things, we would not have this problem. Hey, Marianne, thank you for the call. Let me just say to all the other callers that are on hold, every line is lit up. Folks, we're coming into the home stretch of the program. We're down to the last 17 minutes, and we still, Tony's throwing this hat again. We've got to take a commercial break in a moment. We cannot let anybody go on for two, three minutes. You've got to make your point. You've got to get to it so that it's fair for each and everyone that's calling in this morning. Let's go to Joel uh, in Manhattan, New York, on line three. Good morning, Joel. What's on your mind? Hi, Dan McNathia. Anthony, thanks for taking my call. Um, I called initially about the, the previous night. Uh, Anthony had made a comment about Central Park and Seneca Village. I'm a tour guide in New York City. And that also goes on to his later comment that tourism is doing well. Um, I can say firsthand as a tour guide, number one, that uh, the tours are down in numbers overall. Where I'm seeing the most amount of decrease is in domestic tourism, still getting a lot of European tourism going on, but these are the tours that I lead to. And I like to lead to American tours. Unfortunately, they are down. So that's from my angle as a tour guide here in New York City, that is fact. Now, Central Park, that issue. Uh, you brought up, Anthony, that uh, based on the reparations that the African-Americans were being treated incorrectly in different ways. And you, you cited Seneca Village, which you said not very many people know about, but I do know a great deal about it. And one of the things I know about Central Park is that before Central Park was created, a lot of people lived in this area, quite a few. Most of them were squatting lands. And those people didn't get dime warned. Joel, I, I, I hate to, I hate to be rude, but you got to get to the point. You have to move on. Okay, fine. I'll get to the point. It's Seneca Village was a consolidated city, and through eminent domain, they were they were they were, we, we know the history they, they lesson joe what okay, is your it, point it, but the money they were paid money to leave yeah and the, the other people weren't yeah that and that's true that's true Af under eminent Af domain you want you 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 do theoretically get paid i was making more general point maybe seneca village wasn't the great example of it that new york has a connection to to ways that we have not treated people particularly well. Look, you can you don't have to go back to Seneca Village. You can just go to Robert Moses there. And and I think that telling these stories has a way of allowing us to to rectify them. We're not going to do reparations again today, but that was just the point I was making. But I appreciate the, the, the correction. Well, we are going to take a break right now. This is The Other Side of Midnight. When we come back, rapid-fire phone calls from you, Anthony Weiner, Dominic Carter, and for Frank Marano. The Other Side of Midnight.
Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. Are back the home stretch of the other side of midnight. Frank Morano has the morning off. Anthony Weiner, Dominic Carter here with you. Rapid fire telephone calls up until the top of the hour. Let's go to New Jersey. Let's say good morning to Lance. Lance, what's on your mind? Hi, good morning, um, it, Anthony. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you, and I, I, I like your intelligence, but I just I, I, I think I'm missing something, or, or you're missing something. I seem to remember. I'm not a Trump fan, but I remember that he he instituted a remain in Mexico um, law, which meant it made perfect sense to me. Which was uh, you can uh, uh, apply, but stay in your country until you're uh, you're allowed to, like my grandparents did. My, re- my recollection is that President Biden immediately, once he took office, re- repealed that. So isn't that a huge part of this problem? Thank you, Lance. So, yes and no. Uh, 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 Donald Trump was able to negotiate a remain in Mexico with Mexico and have them agree to it because he had an advantage that Joe Biden doesn't have. He had something called Title 42. Title 42 is not an immigration law. It's a health law. That in a health emergency, there are some things you're allowed to do. One of the things you're allowed to do is waive the asylum laws, for example. So he was able to say to, 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 to uh, Mexico – he had he was able to negotiate. Mexico is no longer willing to do that. They're not willing to have fifty thousand people on their border. He also Biden also tried to institute a policy of saying you've got to apply the first country you reach. The court struck that down and said the president can't do that by executive order. He has to go to Congress to get that passed. And I happen to think the court's right about that. It's a good idea, but ultimately Congress has to make these changes in law. Let's continue with the calls here on the other side of midnight. Let's go to Audrey on line four. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Thank you, thank you, and Mr. Weiner, thank you for speaking the truth. You know, I, what bothers me is we all are immigrants. America is made up of immigrants, and who determines who? Audrey, is who, who's, who's going to pay for all no, of this? I'm, I'm, who's going to pay for all of this? Who cares? Who Th- that, cares? that, that in, 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 therein lies the problem. Immigration, immigration therein lies the problem. Immigration, 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 immigration saves us money. Doesn't cost us money. I didn't say that, but I just I just want to thank you for being honest because you're not allowed to be honest on WABC. How was your holiday, Dominic? I was told you. Good. Thank you for the call, Audrey. Thank you. Let's go to San Car in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Good morning. What's on your mind? We have 10 minutes left. You got to be quick. Wait, excuse me. Wait, wait, wait. Say, wait, wait a minute. Say that again, please. I couldn't understand a word that you said. Okay. The senior citizen that they kicked out from the senior citizen home, their husband and their family serve in this country. They're born in this country. They're the ones that are supposed to stay in hotels and have room service. Mr. Weiner, Mr. Weiner, Sankar is right never, about that. I work with those people and they never even see inside of a Mr. Weiner, Mr. Migrant himself. And, and anyone who's homeless in New York City has a right under the Callahan Decree to housing. Anyone. Oh, come on. Everyone has that right. Come and on. I, 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 don't, I don't think we should have a Callahan Decree, but, but it exists. It's a law. That's why so many people are coming to New York. 
I love you, man, but but uh, oh, just spitting truth here. Uh, no, no, it's 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 not it's not truth, but but it is what it is. Let's go to uh, Mike, South Carolina. Good morning, Mike. It's got to be quick this morning. Go right ahead, please. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning, Anthony. Hey, Mike. You know what? Yeah, uh, people. There were some loony kazuni callers tonight. I, I respect all the good callers and somebody, especially that guy from White Plains. You know, Dom. Right, and Mike. You know I need you to get to you the point. That? Go ahead, please. The point is. You know, all the good callers, way to go. All the bad callers, uh, I'll listen to music instead. Thanks a lot. Mike, my friend, you called us to say that. that. You said it hold for 21 <laughs> minutes for that. He's, he's giving us a report card on the show. That's, that's fine. I don't mind getting a grade. Okay, let's go to Robert in Suffolk County, New York. Good morning, Robert. You're on the other side of midnight. Good morning, gentlemen. 70% of illegal crossers who enter this country are single, able-bodied men between 20 and 30 years of age with no children. They're not families. They're not women with children. Okay, so, so what, what's someone, your point? What's someone your point? tell Dominic that. Dominic thinks they're coming here to give birth, but I'm, I'm with you. I think that's probably right. There's a very arduous crossing. Usually the men come and they send money back. That's usually so, the case. Wait, wait, wait. Mr. Weiner, you're going to tell me that some of the women are not coming here to give birth in the United States of America? I, I don't believe that that's the way people think about giving oh. birth. And, 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 and that's, that's, that's not, that's, there's no evidence of that. There's no evidence of that? No. Oh, I mean, it's not an uncommon thing for you to throw something out without evidence, but this one there really is no evidence for. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to uh, let's go to Pete. Line four. Good morning, Pete. You're on the other side of midnight. Hey, Dom, you're 100 percent right. Let me tell you something. If the Indians had sent the Mayflower people pilgrims packing, this here country would be much better today. You're 100 percent right, Dom. <laughs> you see what he did there to you? You see, yeah, he, he's making the point that only the Native Americans, they're the ones who should have thrown out all of our ancestors. He ain't wrong. We're all immigrants. We all came here in an immigrant, in an immigrant way. We were all faced the same type of dominant critique. We all faced this. We all got through it, and the country's better because of the way we welcomed immigrants like your parents and my parents. Pete's, Pete, Pete, now Pete's spitting. He, now he's the one bringing the truth. You know, we, we have, uh, I see Lisa is back in Connecticut. Oh let's, let's see. I know. I want to listen to Lisa. I want to see what she so has to I. say. She, she's got an amazing voice. So okay, Lisa, you're hi. on. Hi. hi. Thank you. I love both of you. I think you're a great addition, Rep Wiener. Um, I think you're very respectful. I just want to say that. And then going forward, if there is a way, okay, how can I help my friends? Because we have a really big problem. I can't get her into a hotel for free. She can't get any assistance like this. She's on Medicaid. She's on food stamps. So if we could come up with a solution and we could talk off air, I'm very, very for it because I have my hands tied. I can't sleep at night trying to worry about my friend dying in her car. She's 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 homeless. Yeah. Okay. And and, family's not helping and, her. And, and she's and, and she and she's a single woman to have children also. Yeah, she's a single woman. She's a very, very dear friend of mine. She actually was a roommate of mine for a long time and then lost everything. And then I find her sleeping in her car. And she's okay. and she's obviously here's part of the problem, Dominic, all kidding aside. Part of the problem is that the shelter system is just horrible. It's just a really but yes. there here's what I here's what I'll do, Lisa. Let 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 me try to connect with you offline. Because uh, Christine Quinn, who Dominic and I both know, runs an organization called Win. 
It's a shelter yes. system specifically for women. Um, okay. I can try to put you in touch with her to see if perhaps she has a bed uh, to, to, to be able to help with your friend. Thank you. I really appreciate you it. You got it, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa, for the call. Let's go to line three. Larry, good morning, Larry. You're on the other side of midnight. Yeah, two points. Number one, this country is a country built upon fairness, okay? There are people applying all over the world to be immigrants, but Anthony doesn't believe in playing fair. That's the first point. The second point is they have no right to be supported. Uh, uh, most uh, illegal immigrants, people that come in through the borders, usually stay with relatives. No, no, nobody puts them up. That could be racketeering. This whole business of sanctuary city where you're stealing money from local taxpayers, you're misapplying it to these people, that could be racketeering. I'll leave that to the Giuliani's after the Democrats get get out of office. Um, I, I think that people who come here, usually every generation of immigrants, they're accused of the same thing of freeloading, and they all turn out that they work very hard, pay taxes, and I think we should we should expect that from this wave of immigrants also. Once they come back legally, once they leave the country and come back legally. If they're not, I got to say about 70% of them probably are not eligible for asylum. If you all, the Republicans, would fund these hearing officers, we would have, we would have a way to separate them out. Mm. Let's go to Linda, line four. Good morning, Linda. You are on the other side of midnight. Linda, you're on delay, Linda. Let's go to line two. Ray, you are on the other side of midnight. Yes, Anthony keeps saying we're all immigrants. Uh, hello, I was born in this country. Thank you. Okay, there it is. He was born in this country. So was I, I guess. Then my family's not immigrants either. I don't, I don't know what point he's making. By the he, way, you, you, you have not told your immigration story. Where, where, where's your family from? They probably uh, came here unwillingly, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's fair to say. That's fair to say, Mr. Wiener. But, um, you know, I, I know your heart is in the right place, but you're dead wrong on, um, on this immigration. And um, you need to reach out to your Democratic buddies and uh, get them to, uh, you know, clean up the cities. By the way, I want to be sitting there. When you're on your laptop or whatever it is, looking up how the asylum laws work, and this, I want to watch. You are going to go. You're going to be whiter than me when you finally read it. it. I doubt that's but ever going to happen. I got to tell you, here's the thing, Dominic. So much of your rift, your anti-immigration rift of you mm. and the Republicans, is mm. based on the idea of treating the other, treating everyone like the other. It's us versus them. Us versus them. It's not a winning strategy. Well, Dem- Republicans but, have not won Mr. in a Wiener, long time with Mr. this strategy. Wiener. When you come here to America and you're fleeing persecution and free, 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 when everybody else is paying for it and we're going under, what would you call that? It, it, immigrants contribute to our economy. They don't detract from it. But I want to tell you something. Okay, well, how, are they, a, how are they contributing staying in the hotels? How are they contributing matter, eating the food? As how a they, political ahead, matter, ahead, as a political matter, keep doing this because you Republicans have lost in 2017, lost in 2018, lost in 2020. This type of treating everyone as the other, voters don't like it. It's not a forward-looking strategy. People like me who say, here are the mm. changes we should make, mm. that's what people want. People let's, want solutions. They don't want people just blaming other people let's go and treating them as Rusty others. Line 2. Good morning, Rusty. What's on your mind? Yeah. I can't wait till Mama Luke comes back on this radio station. Will you two clowns? Goodbye.
Rusty. Thank you so much for that, Rusty. Here, here's what you I are earth chat. I mean, you just made my morning. Oh, that was the deepest thing I've ever heard in there, my life. There is such a, I would say here's Rusty has so much going on in his life that he stood on hold. Right, to call to, here to, to say that to to to, to criticize. By the us. way, we know we're no Frank Morano around here. You don't have to tell us that we're we're the, we're the B team, but we bring it. Five, four, five, and the hours ratings, of- and the ratings. Don't forget that part. Yeah, and the ratings. Yeah, Dominic. Now, Dominic, and the ratings. Don't forget that part, Mister Weiner. And don't forget. I know you're on all the time. I'm on Saturdays from two to four. I'm on the middle. I encourage you. And my email address for anyone who didn't get through is wienerwabc at gmail.com. Well, folks, thank you for joining us. Uh, I will be back in again for Mr. Morano on Sunday night. And uh, I look forward to chatting with you folks. We want you do, to do us a favor. Anthony Weiner and myself, we want you to have a wonderful day. Make this a great day. It's about you. And I close with this. And Mr. Weiner agrees. America first. God bless America. Have a America. great day. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.